Gotta love Luther. I, I prefer Big Luther. The, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it is Luther season, folks. It is. It is. What's happening? What is happening? Oh, man, we're here in the beautiful blue... Wait a minute. Scratch that. We're not in the Blue Delta Jeans we, studio. We've gone, on a, we've gone on a field trip. <laughs> we are, uh, we're actually in my home, my current home right now. Uh, <laughs> shout, where my shout, out, shout out to your roommate for cleaning the place up. <laughs> this is great. We're actually doing a podcast and my dog is sitting next to me. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Anyway. This is the St. Paddy's Day edition. Yes, it is. The yeah. St. Pat- and y'all both wore green. I didn't even... You did. I've got a Bill Russell South Love the Paul shirt on. Well, you say y'all both. Let's introduce our guest today, Mac. We'll yes, I did. We have the premier SID in all of junior college athletics and maybe college athletics, period, uh, right here in Plantersville, Mississippi today, Mr. Adam Gore from ICC. Uh, I'll put the check in the mail for those kind <laughs> words. I appreciate that, my man. I uh, appreciate you guys having me. Uh, did uh, we spell all the words on that cue card right? Yes, <laughs> you did. You got it perfect. <laughs> I had to you read it. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the show. Appreciate you guys having me out. Man, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh, man. Uh, man, Adam, the the amount of work that you do, and, and Brian and I have tooted your horn so many times before. Keep what, it PG. <laughs> Whether we needed to or I got, not. I got, I got a five-second edit over here. We got, a, we got a dump button. We're good. But, man, you do do a fantastic job at ICC, and they're very, very lucky to have you. Man, I've got a, just an opening question for you. All right. I know you, you used to do the TV station. I want you to talk about that some, too. And then, of course, the, 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 the Friday night show. And then what got you to ICC as the sports information director? You know, it's actually a, a kind of a cool story. Uh, I, had a, I hit a point uh, at the TV station where financially things weren't working. So they had to cut my hours. Right. Uh, so I had to pay bills. So uh, basically, uh, mouths to feed. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, basically, um, I was looking for a job. Uh, applied throughout the southeast and just kept getting shot down, shot down, shot down. And then uh, after one of the jobs that got shut down, they called me back after the third option. I'm like, gee, thanks. Uh, you know, and I was, I just didn't have peace with it. You know, so I kind of prayed about it, and uh, you know, and. And uh, I know this kind of sound weird coming from me. I'm not really the biggest Christian guy that people know, but uh, you know, I, had, I prayed and I said, "Look, if this is not where you want me to go, I, I, I'm I'm cool with it." And I had the biggest sense of peace come over me uh, with that. Two weeks later, Gene Phelps calls, says, "Hey, I recommended you for a job coming open at ICC. Uh, they're going to call you to interview." So I go interview, and before I even get back from the interview, they call me, offer me the job. I take it and then uh, work with Will Colmeyer for about four years. Oh, he's a goat. Yes, yeah. yes. And what, then, what uh, a mentor! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, and then Will uh, goes to chase a dream. Uh, you know, going to do the SEC Network stuff and uh, did a lot of great things. And they uh, saw fit to put me in that spot. And the rest, as they say, is history. I guess. And they uh, they might regret it today, but I- I'm blessed to be there. Well, you've taken it to another level. I mean, I really you. What I what's impressive about uh, what you do. You use all the resources you have, you know what I mean, from all the social media, the Twitter, uh, YouTube, doing all that kind of stuff. I feel like ICC um, is the best at, like I said, using the resources they have. I mean, you were able to promote things that other junior colleges lack. They have all the same amenities you have, but you just some find a way to squeeze everything out of it, and it's awesome. I mean, when I look at the uh, premier junior colleges in the state, 
There is none above ICC. So shout out to you for doing what you do. I went to Itawamba, spent the best three years of my life on campus there. <laughs> uh, shout out to Potatoc Hall. They had to put the gate up because of us. Nice. Shout out to Ryan Moody as well. <laughs> Our good friend. Our yes. friend. Uh, but when I was there, it was just all these people in this area just knew it was a pretty cool junior college. It was like 13th grade. But now in this entire region, folks from Alabama, West Tennessee, even over into Arkansas, they, they kind of look at, at it as the destination. They see the Davis event. It's kind of got yeah. that Southern Miss feel, like they draw from Mobile and New Orleans and the coast. Yep. It's like the junior – it's the Southern Miss of junior colleges as far as diversity in students, you know. It seems like to me, like used to, like you were talking about, all ICC students used to be from Tupelo, Pontiac, Gamery. Oh man, and it was it. it was the best, and it was great because we it would hear fantastic. about we would hear about all the cool folks that went to the other schools, and we would get there and we go, finally get to see this this pretty lady I've been hearing about at Tupelo, That's right. or this really good baseball player from Saltillo. I get to, I get to see them, you know, and it was it was always really cool. But I feel like now, I mean, it has a university vibe to me. Speak to that for me. It really does, and you know, with Dr. Allen's leadership right now, we've got some a lot of exciting changes that's going to uh, continue to grow the college right now. But that's a good point you make. You know, it was at once upon a time uh, did feel like the 13th grade. I went to ICC as well um, from Calhoun County, but um, now you go there and you know everybody's like, "Oh, I'm just going to see everybody I went to high school with." You don't, and you have so many different opportunities, different people to meet, uh, a lot of great things. Some of you know, even working there, you know, I I I enjoy it because of all the difference. Like, every day is a new day, and Absolutely. that's always a great thing. When every day is a new day, it don't feel like a job. Was that a, was that a wrestling reference? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a new day. <laughs> and that's one thing I do, and, and, and I have, like, three or four close friends that listen because I drop references to certain things that see if anybody ever catches it, and so you caught an early one there. Yeah. So. Well, I tell you what. you, you now, said, now I'm like on my P's and Q's trying to catch the next okay. one. Okay. <laughs> well, we were talking about ICC, but since Adam brought it up, he segued me into a topic I want to speak to him oh, about. Oh, yeah, I got it. This is great. Okay. So, Adam, um, you and uh, Brandon Speck are the premier wrestling fans in the area. Yes. I would like yes, to say that. Yes. And I would like to give him, Brandon, a shout-out. Y'all are the great social media follows for a lot of reasons, but your wrestling fandom is one. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to go around the room real quick. Before we get into the selection show, uh, watching uh, this close game, Michigan-Michigan State here, Izzo Fever taking over Plantersville right now. Yes. But uh, I want to know, who's your favorite wrestler, and what is the most devastating finishing move? Favorite wrestler of all time? Of all time, yeah. Hurricane Helms. Hurric Explain to me some Hurricane Helms for our Please. listeners who are not as well-versed as the three in the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what it, what it is is, uh, you know, everybody looks at, like, Hogan and all these big names and stuff like that. Sean, Sean Helms, Hurricane Helms, this is a guy that comes out dressed as a superhero, tries to choke slam the rock, gets tattooed, you know, gets killed. <laughs> so he's out there doing a job where everybody's trying to be the champion. He's just out there loving he's life. Getting, getting a check and, yeah, and he's wrestling. getting a check and loving life. And, and I, I'm entertained by guys like that. Him, R-Truth. Uh, yeah. Just the guys that are doing it for the love of the, the the love of wrestling, like that would be me if I was a wrestler. I like that, you know. So, but uh, what, what would be what would be your wrestling moniker? Have you oh, ever thought about that? I know you've thought about that. I, I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> like I McKinley and I would be a tag team. We'd be belly and button. We've already yes. talked about Done. that. Yes, <laughs> I'd be button. Uh, I would be uh, one one of them. Like uh, you know, you have the video games where you can create the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I would always create a guy called Mark Mimic. Okay, All right, that's kind of a play on wrestling words. Uh, and it would be a guy that comes out and would be, you would hear, say, the Undertaker's music hit. Okay. Everybody goes crazy. And then here comes this 5'7 fat guy coming out <laughs> that's not the Undertaker. It's, is it kind of like Shark Boy on ECW who yes. used to rip off Stone Cold puns? Yes, yes. <laughs> and the rock and stuff? Yes, that would, be, that, would, that would be who I would. I would be Mark Mimic. 
to the point where the crowd would just hate me so bad because, like, all of a sudden, CM, CM Punk's music hits. Everybody goes crazy. And it's and here, you. And here it's me. <laughs> Mark, little Mark yes. Mimic. Yes, little Mark Mimic. From Calhoun City, Mississippi. Yes. <laughs> From parts nobody cares about. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that would be uh, that would be me, and then I would come out, get squashed in three seconds, and go to the back and get. A so check. you're like a bushwhacker in the Royal Rumble. You yes. get in the ring like and you're the, over the uh, ropes. Yes. The Goldberg Bob Backlund tobacco. Yes, yes. <laughs> Goldberg. So, what was it? 138 in a, in a row. It was something crazy that he ripped yeah. off, and Bob Backlund was the the one for the title. Yes, yes. And the great thing was Goldberg would come out, and he'd be like, "Oh, he's won 82 in a row," and then next Monday. Oh, he's won 285 times. <laughs> he speared 16 yeah. people in a week's yeah. span. Yeah. So, he I, raised I, hell and Amory over a yeah, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and out the armory, and he wrestled everybody in there. So. Well, what, what's the most devastating finishing move of all the, of all the wrestlers? I mean, you know, as far as sports entertainment goes. Because the worst is the Hogan leg drop. Let's oh, yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's, it's the bad. worst. It's, bad. it's the worst. Most devastating. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Well, while you're thinking, I'll go yeah. ahead and tell you mine. The greatest wrestler of all time, and I don't know if it's up for debate, Jerry the King Lawler. The yeah. King. Yeah. And, and devastating moves, throw fire in their face and pile drive them. They outlawed the pile driver because of the King. I saw him hurt a guy from Aberdeen at the Verona Agnes Agri Center one time. <laughs> well, the he, like, really hurt the guy. One of my favorite wrestling memories uh, is uh, going to Adventure River in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And watching him wrestle, I think, The Undertaker, who was mean Mark Callis at the time. Yes, yes. Wow. And they had a ring in the center of the giant wave pool. And to win, you had to throw your opponent over the ropes into the water. Well, it was a million degrees in July when this was going on. So Jerry the King and Mark Callis were just on the ropes. <laughs> they were on the turnbuckle. Like, nobody wanted to be on the mat because it was so hot. It had been out there for hours. But that's, that's my Jerry Lawler thing. He, he's the guy. He's the goat to me. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's and nice. the power driver, I think, is the most devastating thing. So. Well, speak, speaking of that, my, mine, and I'm, I'm a 90s fanboy here. Though, yeah. So, like, and I'm commercial. Like, I'm yeah. mainstream, so you got to understand that. He I'm likes his wrestling like he likes his country music. That's ex- no, <laughs> but st- I'm a Stone Cold Steve Austin guy. Okay, I just I, I can't help it. And I was telling Brian earlier that there was a tweet that went out, and I think it was Royal Rumble or something. But Mankind won the championship. Yep, yep. And The Rock came in. He was he was wrestling The Rock, and The Rock knocked him out with a chair, or or whoever was in The Rock's corner knocked him out with a chair, and then the referee got knocked. You know the, the same old story. Well, the tweet was. <laughs> I've done some great drugs, I've been with some great women, and I've had some fine food, but nothing is more mind-shattering than when you hear that glass shattered in the middle of somebody else's match, and everybody's brain explodes. But no kidding, Stone Cold, just like you were talking about with with Hurricane Helms, just the way he embraced the entertainment value of the the, the From one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I mean, he kind of taught like, I mean, he like, there were stuff that was on USA when I was 11, 12 years old that probably shouldn't have been on there. Not at all. Because Not of Stone Cold Steve Austin. But uh, my, it, my favorite move. I didn't have the birds and the bees talk. I just watched Monday Night Raw. Yeah, <laughs> saw Val <laughs> Venus so and much. Sable. Val China v- comes out. Val Venus, by the way, cut the best promos. <laughs> he did. And they had the best finishing yes. move was the money shot. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yes. be real. Let's be real. Anyway, um, what about you, Mac? Well, well uh, I know Gore's s- thinking about his best move over here. The, it's weird you said that because I always think about uh, Gold Dust. You oh, know what I mean? It was it was Shattered Dreams. I, I, I'm a Gold Dust guy. I dig Gold Dust. Did you really? Like, yes. see, I remember it, it's that's 
the Dusty Rhodes, the Wobbleator, <laughs> his son Dustin Rhodes is Gold yeah. Dust, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amongst other wrestlers, I yes. was always so weirded out, and then he brought the girl with him, and they, I mean, but literally, an androgynous, golden, black painted person is really light years ahead of its time. It's, oh, yes. at the time, it was like, man, this yes. is out of bounds, man. <laughs> but best move ever, my favorite, Tombstone Piledriver. Okay, I'm down with that. You one. said pile driver, and I was sitting there. There's no doubt. Yeah, they had to they had to modify the real pile driver. And you know, he was one of the very few that actually had two signature moves. The Undertaker, he had the the choke slam, and then the Tombstone pile driver. Well, you didn't like the honky tonk man shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> Sh- shout out to Reed Flowers listening. I got to talk about the honky tonk man before we move on, real quick. One time, Reed tried to get his uh, my friend Reed Flowers, a baseball and football coach assistant at Houston, tried to get the honky tonk man's autograph at Ecru, and the honky tonk man stiffed him. So ever, oh, si- man. ever since then, we've been trying to update the Honky Tonk Man's Wikipedia page with negative stuff. <laughs> Talking of autographs. Now works at Home Depot. <laughs> uh, my friend Potter, uh, he drew a picture. Can't draw worth anything. Jerry the King Lawler can. He can so, so well. So, like, I dared Potter because I think Lawler was, like, in Amory or something. And I was like, Potter, I was like, I won't say what I said, but <laughs> you, won't, you won't get him to autograph that picture. And Potter comes back from Amory, and he has Lawler's – Autograph, which was probably Autograph. prettier than the yes. picture itself. <laughs> but the best thing about it was, Lauder thought he was special because, oh, okay, yes, like, yes, yeah, yes, like yes, because yes. Because, like, when I say like Potter drew this picture, like it was, it wasn't even like it. It, it's it was so, chicken it's so, scratch. Yeah, it's so great. He's got it framed in his house. Like it's it, like I'm like, dude, I, I'm I'm seriously jealous of you doing this. My move would be mm-hmm. the walls of Jericho. I'm a Jericho. That's guy. a good one. Oh, that is great. Rock and roll guy too. Yeah, yeah. So, He's a man yes. of many talents for real. Raw is Jericho. Who was who was his female escort? Did he have one? Did it, was it? It wasn't Trish. Uh, Trish Stratus. She was with him for a little while. Yeah, but I don't know that he any woman he wanted. Them. They were on Jerry Springer a couple years special. later, and then he yeah. got somebody else. Well, well, another thing that Adam touched on uh, before we got on this wrestling tangent, listeners, you're welcome. I know yeah. you dug that. Don't you act like you didn't. Even the ladies <laughs> dug it, especially that Val Venus talk. I'm crying. <laughs> but anyway, um, you mentioned you were from Calhoun County, and um, you worked for the radio, uh, the television station there, uh, WO. Yes. W-0-7-B-N. Yeah. Yeah. It always reminded me of the UHF station with Weird Al. Because I knew, I knew Adam and them when they were working there. And I knew, I knew some other guys. Shout out to Stephen Chris, all those guys that were around that, those parts. Um, tell me about those days. Like when you were calling in South Pontotoc, when you were doing oh. from the top row, when you were yeah. doing Little League Baseball with, with Hints. Yes. I want to know yes. about some of this. Like how did that all – it was like a small town – It was. Man. It, it, uh, everybody jokingly called it the uh, Bruce Superstation. <laughs> Uh, like the old TBS <laughs> back in the day. But, man, those were some fun days. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, didn't make a lot of money. Well, when you came to my gym, it was the biggest thing. It was like it was, you know, NBA on TNT. Yeah. I was ready to hoop. So, And, and, and the thing about it is, like, uh, that's, it kind of blows my mind because I, I'm not anybody. You know, I'm just up there talking, telling you what's going on in a ball game. But, like, people dug it, man. And, and they, they did. And so I started that job as a part-time job to pay you get gas money to go to Mississippi State. Right. And then after two years, Mississippi State was like, "Hey, thanks for giving us your money, but you got to go to class, so please." <laughs> so uh, I had that same deal happen. Yeah. That's yeah. How, hence my third year at Itawamba. There you go. <laughs> but, it's my uh, only Dante Jones summer at Itawamba. <laughs> you got thirty-six hours in the summer. <laughs> no, hey? It was the spring. I took I took three online and four in class. Nice. And worked construction. But uh. But, yeah, I ended up going from part-time to full-time to a lifestyle over there. And uh, it was some good times working with Steven, uh, Yarncy. Uh, yeah. It makes him so mad when I call him that. He's in Istanbul listening right now. Yes, yes. Hey, <laughs> Yarncy, what's up? Uh, and then uh, Jeremy Kennedy, Ryan Whittington, yeah. all those guys that come through. Uh, it was just, I mean, it's like you guys. 
you know, we, we did it. We had fun. Uh, there was three, you know, a lot of times people did, people would see us at the games. They didn't realize it was like three, four o'clock in the morning getting the stuff ready for television. Oh, yeah, sure. And that was the most fun part of it all is whenever we were able to do all that and just hang out and just be like dudes just covering sports, you well, know, and that's, that's, all we, that's all we looked at it as. Well, I used to work at Premier Printing, and we used to print a lot of T-shirts. And like, I didn't know that. Yeah, a little did bit. Did you really? Well, I was a really most half – I was the most half-assed employee Michael ever had, but <laughs> we, but, but we, we loved each other. We reference so. Michael Bailey a lot. <laughs> he didn't fire me that. because we went back a long way, but he should have fired me. But I had two good friends who were talented that I got jobs there, yeah. so I was kind of – I was good. Good I, for I you, man. Good. Pay yeah. it forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout-out to Hal and Cole. But we would print, like, paper stuff that y'all would do there. Mm-hmm. We would get it from the, the TV station, and I was like, guys – these guys are big time. You know, we're, we're doing their printing, and they were like, who are they? And I was like, man, they're that station in Bruce. And they're like, who? I was yes. like, no, no, trust yeah. me. These guys are cool. They cover all our sports games. So That's awesome. It was really cool. We got well, a kick out of that. And for what it's worth, too, speaking about the same thing, Adam, you got to see – that was a time when the Schooner River rivalry wasn't exactly so lopsided oh. to Calhoun City. You saw some yeah. dog fights. My goodness, we saw, like – those games, uh, Vardaman, they were in their heydays. Odie yeah. Armstrong, my no dog. Uh, Man, yeah. Odie was so good. Uh, pa- uh, Pontotoc was good at the time. Oxford, Lafayette, they were getting after it. Uh, and I'm so happy to see Michigan lose right now. But, uh, <laughs> Me but, too. Yeah, like, uh, Izzo time, baby. We, uh, we, we came through and saw a lot of really cool stuff. Well, who, who's the best football player you ever saw come through that Calhoun County area? Odie Armstrong. Odie. Odie. He, he, was, he was better than Armiga Spearman in your mind? Migo was good. Migo yeah. was good. But all-around football player, Odie would have to be it. Because Odie uh, – fun, funny story here. Odie calls me to cuss on air. Like, drop the F-bomb. He caused me to cuss on the basketball court when he blocked me out all over the gym one night. But uh, Odie hit a kid from Montgomery County, knocked his helmet and shoulder pads clean off of him. Like, off his body. He undressed him. Off his body. Like, like Odie's running out in the flats, turning around to catch a pass, and this kid's, like, thinking he's going to square him up, and this kid's, like, like, no chance. No prayer. No prayer. Odie don't even know he hits the kid. But, like, you look out on the field, his helmet's running down the field, his shoulder pads are above his head. The only thing that's keeping him on his body is his jersey is on his face. So I see this on like happen in person. I'm just like, oh, and I'm just like, oh, I just lost my job at the Christian TV station. So, but uh, but yeah, uh, some of the things that Odie and a guy that also played at Varman, Jerry Mims, a okay. fullback yeah. that was just unbelievably talented. Those two guys, those combo, maybe one of the best, most underrated running back duo in North Mississippi. Well, that's, that's I, awesome. I, I'll tell you this. I, I, my, my Calhoun County uh, sports knowledge is a little bit more li- less limited. I came to South Pontotoc, 96, 97. I was in junior high. Two of the best basketball players I've ever seen from this area came from Calhoun City. David Drain. Yes. And David Drain. <laughs> the, the son. I mean, Ladavius Drain. Yeah, Ladavius Drain. Who absolutely went off this week yeah. in yes. the CUSA the, tournament. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Rudy, those Rudy, two guys yeah. were awesome. Rudy could play. And uh, him and Super Mario, a uh, kid that uh, played at Bruce. Uh, oh, yeah. Mario Welch. Mario Welch. I played against Mario Welch. Uh, that he, kid was probably one of the best pure shooters in the area that nobody know. Well, people that played against yeah. him know it, but people don't remember uh, Super Mario, man. Like him and Rudy, they would get after each other. Mario, one night, I think, hit 12 threes in a game. Mario was he like he scored fifty one out of Hulk, I think. Yes. It was something crazy like that. Yeah. And like Mario was like maybe five nine, five ten. Quick. Uh uh Rudy or uh Drain was like maybe six two, six three. He's he, a big guy. Yeah, he they put Rudy on Mario. Mario was just like mm, half court, make it. One of the one yeah. of the best girls players I've ever seen was Tequila Corbett from yes. Bruce. She was as quick as a hiccup. Yeah. Nancy Gray was the coach there. I was then. about to yes. say as yeah. the Nancy Gray days, yep. no yep. doubt. Yep. What, so. who, who's the best basketball player you've ever seen from that area? 
Oh, man. Oh, that's a good question because there's been a lot of good ones come through there. I would have to go with Rudy. We have to go with Rudy? Well, no, I'll take that back. George Norris. George Norris. George Norris. I don't know if any people know him, but uh, this guy, like. He wasn't. How, how big was he? He was, he was a big dude. He, big played, dude. Uh, he played a little bit before uh, Mario and them. Actually played before I even started working the TV station. But George, uh, George is good, man, and he still is good. Like, he. Like he he can go pick up a basketball anywhere. He's going to dominate anybody's in front of him. He's just got even that. now. That's cool. Yeah, he's got that mentality. But yeah, George Norris probably the best basketball player I've seen come through Calhoun County. Unrelated, there used to be like a, and my mom's here. She'll be able to testify to this. There used to be like some kind of clothing outlet store. Oh, you mean the Cavalier Shop? What was that? <laughs> you had the Cavalier Shop, and then you had Kelwood. Kelwood. It Kelwood. was Kelwood. Yes. yes. I used to, okay. So the first time I ever. Maybe step foot in Calhoun County. Yes. You go to the square, you take a lift, lift. and you go down there. And I was so excited because I was like, yeah, I'm going to get some new shoes. And, Uh like, it was the worst experience. (laughs) Like, it it was like those circle racks that, like, when you're a little kid, you get in and you get through the clothes and hide and stuff like that. There's, like, a hundred of them. And my mom got, like, 400 things. And I don't know that I I, I liked any of them. It was a clothing factory (laughs) in Calhoun City, so they would send the stuff that would get rejected to yeah. send all the other stuff. So you might buy a pair of pants, but it'll be like uh, uh, one one leg would hang down to your ankles, the other one would come up to your knee. So that's, that, that's what the, that place the, was. the crotch goes yeah. all the way down <laughs> yeah, your calves. Yeah, yeah. You know? So you can go get those pants Jinkos. <laughs> so, yeah. I went to the Cavalier shop once in my life. Uh, I was dating a girl in high school who wanted one of those T-shirts for some reason. Yeah. And we went there, and I remember walking in, and the old man working there gave me a glass bottle Coke. Yes. That's the only thing yes. I remember. And, and, awesome. and leaving there without the shirt. I was like, I'm not buying you that. That shirt's ridiculous. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, not- I used to make that trek from Starkville to Ole Miss to watch Will Pitch on Friday nights in Oxford. But I, I never knew this. And I, I, I always, like, I always fancied myself a Mississippi history buff, I guess you'd say. Right. But I didn't ever really – so Calhoun City and Pittsburgh. That's where I'm from. Everybody says right. Calhoun City. It, uh, you're I'm from Pittsburgh. But it's, it's yeah. dual Inglewood. county seats, right? Like they're no, both no, no. considered Pitt, – Pittsburgh's just a county seat. It's Pitts, okay, yeah. so it is yeah. just Pittsburgh. Yeah. But I always used to just go through and then go up and then hit yeah. six and go Because most people ask where I'm from, and I say Pittsburgh, they look at me funny. I'm like, you ever been from Bruce to Calhoun City? They're like, yeah. I was like, you know that sharp the curve? The sharp curve that almost – Oh, my gosh. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. <laughs> here, here I am bumping – Want to be a ball of shot caller and not looking up, and I'm trying to hold your bush between your knees. Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) Making that turn. I know you when you were in college. But real quick, before we go to before we go to break and get ready for the selection show, I got to ask you. I got to ask you something. Okay. This has been uh, something I've known about for a long time. And Adam, I want you to speak on this. Uh, My friend Bradley Campbell, Uh uh, he spoke of this. And tell me about yipping on the square. Oh my gosh! I want to know about yipping. Okay. Uh, I don't know where this came from. But if anybody has ever, like, grown up in Calhoun County, you hang out on – I don't think they can hang out on the square anymore. I think they got it, like, outlawed. Do they still have that lovely gazebo yes, in the middle? the that- gazebo in the middle. <laughs> you save up gas money, make 8,000 loops on a Friday, Saturday night. If you get bored, then you make the eight-mile drive to Calhoun City, do the same thing. You get bored, come back to Bruce. Yipping on the square. Wow. Uh Campbell, Campbell went way back, way back on that. The best thing about it is I have no idea where that came from. I just know that he yips all the yes, time. <laughs> just screaming. So what, what's, what does yip come from? Is it just it's, he, just the term? It's, it's, it's yipping. That's all it you is. It's just yipping. Like, like yip. yip. Real loud. Yip. That's it. Yes, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> close. Your yipper is almost good. I've G- come give me, from South give me a pretty County. good indoor yip, a real quick yip. Just, you got to go, yip. That's it. It all depends on, it's, it all depends on the, <laughs> the situation. This. It's the Calhoun County mating call. Yeah, it is. It is. But, uh. 
And, and the great thing is, uh, going back to Speck, we went to a Notre Dame game, and we were stuck in traffic getting out. So I spent the whole time teaching his son how to yip. And now he does it out of the blue. And Spence Brand- yips? Yes. Oh, my God. And Brandon's, oh, like, Brandon's like, I hate you for teaching Well, Bra- Bra- Bradley and I have been in the, in, on the beach in Florida many times in Navarre Beach. And that's how we would communicate from far off. You know what I mean? And, you, and the thing yeah, about yeah. it is, like, if you, if you get lost and you hear that noise, you're like, okay, I know. Grab your conch shell yeah. and yip. Yes. Yeah. So. You mentioned in that little segment there, Notre Dame. Yes. You are a huge I am. Irish fan. I am. How did that come about? Uh, oddball story. Uh, most people, like, when they when – they, most people assume I'm from Chicago or I figured Notre you Dame. just had one station and it was NBC as a kid. That's it. Really? Exactly. Oh, 100%. wow. <laughs> I was hoping you were a big Jarius Jackson fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, growing up in Pittsburgh, my parents, their house, uh, still their house, has a lot of pine trees around them. We lived on what the, at, the end of the, at the end of the row, as they say. So we didn't get cable. We couldn't get anything. So the only channel we could pick up on Rabbit Ears, which there are a lot of people that might be listening to. With the to aluminum that. full. Sadie yes. Holland, stand up. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, the only channel we could get was NBC. Oh, man. So when I grew up, that's all I grew up watching. And matter of fact, when I first started watching sports, some of my earliest memories was the fact that I thought MB, uh, Notre Dame was a professional team because it was Notre Dame on Saturday. The Notre Dame Broadcasting NFL Channel. On, that's right. On Sunday. So – so yeah, that's how that's exactly how I became a Notre Dame fan. That's all I knew growing up, and uh, that's very cool. Yeah, and uh, I'm a season ticket holder. That uh, is even cooler. Yep. Very much so. So uh, so yeah. Uh, how many games you make a year? Uh, three or four. Uh, usually, uh, I scout my big game tickets. That's okay, it's sure. Unless I'm a University of Memphis basketball uh, ticket season ticket holder. Yeah, and I do the same. Shout out to James Wiseman for you, making you're, me. You're money gonna you're <laughs> gonna pick that Cincy <laughs> game out at home. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, so anyway, uh, yeah. like 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 Michigan last year, first time we played Michigan and Notre Dame for a while. I really wanted to go, but I saw how much they were selling on uh, online for. I was like, you know what? In the Georgia game, like I I paid for my season tickets that year and the season tickets next year for one game for one game out of with two tickets. So, That's awesome. Yeah, they're always going to have one or two big games like that. Sure. So and then it's an easy flight. You jump in uh, Memphis to Chicago, book it early enough, you get a flight for around a hundred bucks. I got a place I stay in Chicago. Uh, that I accumulate points. Like, I put my gas on Oh, my I thought it might have been like an old speakeasy bar basement you stayed <laughs> in. Like, awesome. like, I, like, I, like I, I know a guy in Chicago. I know a guy that knows a guy. I know a guy. He's got me hooked up. But, uh, but yeah, you know, and it's usually a quick weekend. Uh, I come back on Mondays half dead because I leave from the radio show. Because you're working nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's all I know. That's all I do is work. But I uh, leave the radio show, go home, take a nap, get up, catch a flight about five. It's about an hour and a half, two hours, and then a drive, about an hour and a half drive to South Bend and – like, if you go look on my Facebook page, you'll see some pictures. Like, it would be, like, my boy Potter, Speck, Spence. They're all like, yeah, I'm still there. Brad like, Campbell was there one time, yeah, right? Yeah, Campbell. He Man. won't go back anymore. No, he, let's be real. He, they won't let him come back anymore. Well, that. <laughs> Banned in South Bend. I'll tell you the real truth. He sold us out on a trip. Oh, no He way. won't admit to it, but he did. He no-showed us on a trip. So, uh, oh, man. So, yeah, he was banned. He might have had warrants. Couldn't go across that's the street true. line. That's true. That's true, too. Brad. I'm messing with Brad. He's no, cool. No, Bradley, Bradley's a good dude. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, you look at any of those pictures, like, everybody's like, yeah, let's go. And I'm just over there like, yeah, go go Irish. Right, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> McKinley and I are big food guys. And before we go fix ourselves a plate and eat some of this fine food we've grilled today for the selection show, I want to ask you, when he and I go to South Bend one day, what place do we have to go eat? Corby's. It's a uh, pizza place, a little small bar, but it's deep where they dish. Uh, no, it's uh, see everybody's deep dish people. I'm not. I'm, well, I've never had yeah. like a good like like a good Chicago deep dish. All right, if, if y'all go to Chicago, let me know. I've got a couple of spots. 
but uh, Giordano's but, my spot. Yes. Okay. That's a Giordano's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he knows a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. 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 But uh, Corby's is where they filmed the scene in Rudy. Oh yeah. Where uh, you know, he makes oh, a phone call to let his dad yeah. know uh that he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my so, son's going to Notre Dame. <laughs> yes. Yes. So uh, so yeah, it's just a really cool spot to go. You go have a couple of cold beverages. Uh, some pizza, and I mean, it's nothing fancy, but that's like the iconic place if you go to South Bend. That's, that's where cool. You gotta go. Corby's. Corby's, yes. Okay, I can definitely do that. So, Brian, it sounds like we need to do a Touchdown Jesus with Friends episode at some point. Yes. I'm with totally, our man hey, Adam Gore. I'm totally down Here, with that. Here's the thing we do a guy's trip every year. If y'all want in, let's do it. We can do that. Let's do it. Done and done. I'll have to talk to the. You have to talk to your roommate. Make sure you're I do good. have to talk to my roommate. I'm, I'm hoping by the time that season comes around, I won't have a roommate it's anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome, awesome. You can't. Yeah, sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We've got the uh, selection show getting ready to start. We're going to fix a quick plate and maybe get a cold beverage, and uh, we'll get right back to it. Yeah. Sounds good. Be right back. Welcome back, live from the Plannersville studio. <laughs> we got Selection Sunday on. It's live. And it is live. Uh, so, out the shoot, <laughs> we find out that uh, my beloved Bulldogs are in the bracket that you don't necessarily want to be in the second weekend. Well, they are really valuing Zion Williamson back. Duke is the number one in that. Number one overall Number one seed. overall. Yes. Uh, and I didn't even see it. Did it say East Regional? Were y'all looking? Oh, I didn't, I didn't see it either. But I'm, anyway. I'm not paying attention because my Irish, like, no chance. No chance whatsoever. <laughs> Notre Shout Dame's out Mike Bray. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was hoping that Memphis would have pulled off the big win against Houston. Might have got a little bit more in the discussion. But Temple got the fourth bid from the AAC. Yes. So that pushed Memphis off that line. And looking at the other side of the bracket, I never in a million years thought that Mississippi State was going to get a five seed. I thought with assurance yeah. after losing yesterday, they were going to be on the sixth line. But I guess the win against A&M was enough to convince them to move them in a game that you don't necessarily <laughs> want to be in if you're the five. When so. sh- and shout out to State playing against Liberty. Yeah. Hugh, yes. Hugh Freeze, former ladies <laughs> basketball coach at Briar Chris. Yes. They have any issues with Liberty basketball? Just email compliance at Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's too soon. Too soon. Uh, but no, I like State's chances in the first game, other than the five twelve curse. Well, and, and the thing about it is, it, it couldn't be more ironic. You don't want that spot, and that's just insult to injury. You got that spot. Yeah. 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 Of the years you don't want to be a five seed. And no. I think the the other bad thing about that is. I think there's a statistic that every year for the past 16 years, maybe, a 5 has lost to a 12, at yeah. least one. And it's the most prevalent of the upsets. And the really awesome thing is that if you don't get upset, you're going to get curb stomped. Sorry. Yeah. American yeah. History, American history <laughs> X style. Yes. <laughs> so, here, here's to hoping that I didn't see who the 13 was playing VTech in the next game. But uh looks like that would be the logical matchup based on numbers. Mississippi State versus VTech in the 5-4 game, and then the winner of that is going to get the Blue Devils from Durham. Oh, yeah. man, I just I'm, – I'm, I'm a little beside myself right now, guys. If you, if, you had to make a, if you had to make a comparison for Zion Williamson, what would you go with? I would, I would combine, like, Sean Kemp, Larry Johnson. He was automatic. I would say yeah. Sean Kemp, Rodney Rogers – yeah, Sean, I'm going Sean Kent, Rodney Rogers. Former Wake Forest guy was yeah. Rogers Wake Forest guy. What about you, Adam? Who do you who you get a 
That's that's a good question. I, I, Sean Kemp was the first one that came to mind. Uh, y'all are going to laugh at me. I don't really watch a lot of basketball away from work unless I'm watching it sure. live. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with a Sean Kemp and maybe a um, – hey, that's a, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's just he's so unique by himself. He's almost just – He's his own. He's his own as person. I can tell you one that it, he kind of halfway reminds me of, and this is this is credit to my buddy John John. I know he's listening. Uh a rich man's Julius Randle when he was at Kentucky. Okay. You know, but, like, considerably yeah. more athletic, more heady. But, you know, I, Sean Kemp's just so on the money, man. When you that say was my so, dude I think back a, in the day. I think of a chubby 6'7 guy knifing through the lane, dunking on your whole family. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and the cool thing about Zion is he will have so many endorsement options coming out of Duke. Oh, I mean, my you know, all the shoes will be throwing money at him, blah, blah, blah. But he missed his chance in the 90s. When like all those guys had their own signature shoe, and they had like a character, like Grandma Ma. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Like Charles yeah. faced yes. Godzilla in a commercial. Like yes. he missed the golden age, I think, of like true endorsement character opportunities. He's just I'm gonna have you. an awesome shoe. They're gonna. Oh man, the number, Virginia. All right, Virginia is the one seed in the South. So smart money this year is to put money on the <laughs> yeah. Virginia money they'll, line, right? They'll, they'll win the first well, one. You'll have to money line will be like. Three hundred dollars to win ten dollars. Well, against <laughs> and let's see, they're playing. I don't. I bet it'll be a, the other play in. No, they'll they'll swap the other play in, won't they? They could. They could. I know. Uh, oh, they're in Columbia, South Carolina too. So oh, that's, that's pretty them, a home game for them. Kinda. They're giving them the hookup as well. They're playing Gardner Webb. Oh, nice. Shout out to them. They won the Ty Jones Conference, right? They, I think so. That's, they're the same conference as uh, Charleston Southern. Yeah. My our boy Ty Jones is coming for you next year. Next though. year, Gardner Webb. You just 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 know that. Uh, you got to be – look how excited they are, y'all, because they're sitting here thinking, guys, yeah. we got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're we're playing Virginia, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> right now there's guys from University of Maryland, Baltimore County, texting players at Gardner-Webb. Yeah. Hey, guys, just stay the course. Yeah. Of course. Hey, watch out for that lane offense. They're going to run oh, those man. two players. I saw that coming. Brian, go ahead. So in the uh, in the South region, uh, in South Columbia, South Carolina, the Ole Miss Rebels will be taking on the Sooners of uh, Oklahoma in an eight nine game. The Rebels are an eight. Speaking of Vince Gill, yeah, <laughs> yeah, my favorite Sooner. I'm torn there uh, as to who I would like to sing the national anthem, but for sure I'm rooting for the Rebels. Lon Kruger's a heck of a coach. Yes, yeah, been uh, around a while. Yeah, but you know, I you know that'll be a good game. Both teams have real similar records. And Brian, Buddy Hield and Blake Griffin. Are not walking. They're not door. walking through that door. He's with my Pistons now. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know, I'll, I'll say this: Ole Miss, if they're able to get through that game, they have I, a, they have a chance. I, like it. I, like I do. It. I like that I, of the fours you want to play. You want to yeah. play Virginia. Um, speaking of which, I would rather Mississippi State have Ole Miss's draw as the eight as the one that they got. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss can get the weekend three out of this so far. Of course, we got to say the four thirteen. Well, I'll just say this: Wisconsin doesn't want them. Later on. No. Ole Miss is going to own Wisconsin in the tournament oh, yeah. this year, I believe. And K-State is K the State. four. Bruce Weber takes everybody to the tournament. You know Literally. I mean? He really does. He really does. He's such a – remember, they played in the 2005 national title with uh, D. Brown. D. Brown. Luther Deron Williams, Williams Luther and Luther Head. Yeah, they played Carolina with Sean May. Quick trivia. Who was the big man in a four-guard lineup for Illinois that year? This is so tough. He's probably played in Latvia. I don't know who <laughs> was it. I got James nothing. Augustine. Oh, that's right. Nice. Oh, that's right. That's, I don't know why. But that's right. So, good top half of the bracket for Ole Miss. I mean, obviously, yeah. you're going to play Virginia in game two if you win game one. 
Yeah. yeah. But uh, I like that setup for them, man. I do too. I think that I think that's the as far as the the. Regions that's the best eight be nine game you could get. Yeah, and you yeah. know, and even further on, I'm not scared of Oregon, and I'm not scared no. of Wisconsin. But say, there's nothing in there, or K State like, for yeah. that matter. There's not a Duke in there where you're just like, oh, great, you know. Yeah, we Luke, see where we're oh, going. Duke has. I the, just see my I see my dark horse in the south. Villanova, always. Death taxes, well, Jay Wright. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you that Dante Divincenzo is not walking <laughs> through that door. <laughs> so the Big East champs, Villanova draws St. Mary's. That's going to be tough. Who because, just fresh yeah. off an upset of the Zags. Yeah, St. Mary's always seems to have just a little bit of magic in the tournament. And so. R- Randy Bennett's a heck of a coach yeah. out there. Matthew sure. Delavadova is not walking through that door. <laughs> so I think he picked up a theme so far. <laughs> I, I feel like, I mean, you know, just kind of speaking to it, it based on the uh, the regions we've seen that, I mean, it's Duke has a ride. A, a pretty much, I hate to say it to Mississippi State fans, but Duke has a pretty much an easy road, I think, well, to, to set up as, as the number, overall number one. And a lot of people don't like to think conspiracy series, blah, blah, blah. Money is Duke staying in that as long as they can. Absolutely. And the NCAA is about money, so they're going to get that. Just like you never, you're not going to see a North Carolina and Duke match up before you have a chance to go to the Final Four. So uh, Purdue in it at three. So yeah, uh, Shout out to Robbie Donahoe. Yeah. That may be the best. That's that's a good draw for them. Three six game, assuming Villanova and Purdue win, in in the thirty two game. Yeah, absolutely. And Cincinnati, they got a seven. Watch them play a couple times this year. They've got Jaron Cumberland, really good player. Uh, they're just like every other Mick Cronin team. They play tough. They bang you when you come in the paint. They're going to absolutely uh, work. Just Fran uh, Go ahead and pencil in Cincy <laughs> in the yeah. round two. Yeah. Shout out to Iowa um, for. Making it. I, yeah, you know, I mean. Uh, like, getting to play that game in Columbus, Ohio. Well, and I'll say one thing about Fran McCaffrey, the coach of Iowa. He is one of the most volatile, fired-up individuals you'll see on a sideline. Yep. And, you know, Tennessee being the two in that region, I, I feel like, I mean, they are, they are, they're going to be in the Final Four. I think so, too. I think yeah. the, I think Tennessee's going to the Final Four in this region, truthfully. The They'll either do that or they'll just crap the bed. Well, <laughs> or they're going like, to lose to yeah, the 15 seed that's yeah. about to be unveiled. Yeah. <laughs> Yale of the Ivy League, I bet. No, Colgate. Colgate. Close. Adonal Foyle. Foyle. That's right. Colgate. Pa- I think they might be in the Patriot. Yep, the Patriot League yep. champs. So if Tennessee can get past toothpaste, then they're good. that will be a good matchup because of Cincy in the second yeah. round. And one thing I like about Tennessee in the tournament is the way they play – they play a very unselfish motion yeah. style where they, they go block to block with their post players. They have good duck ins and seals. Yeah. They shoot open threes. They drive the bucket. They dish. Um, I like the way they play in a tournament setting when it's not relying on three right. point shooting. Yep. You know, like Auburn. No, I agree. Auburn, they won the SEC championship today. They live there by the three. They die by the three. They're not really good in the paint. Austin Wiley's inconsistent. But, like, I could see them not making it out of the first weekend where I yep. could see Tennessee grinding it out and getting to the final. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you, you spoke to this the other day, Brian. The tournament's played different. It is. It One is. player takes over games so much yeah. in the tournament. Well, like, you know, remember years ago, Wally Zerbiak? Do I right. ever. Miami I mean, of Ohio. Yeah, I mean, you got guys like him. You have guys like Eric Maynard at, at VCU years yes. ago. Um, uh, Harold, the show Arsenault from maybe Weber State years ago nice got hot. Call, beat, beat North man. Carolina. Like, if you have a stud, you have a chance to make a Anybody run. can go off. Yeah, you do. And, and they will. And then they will. And that's kind of what's Rodney going on Stuckey here. at Eastern Michigan. Yeah, well, no, Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. In, in the in the South region, I like Tennessee to come out of that one. I like Duke to come out of theirs. Check this out, though. Tennessee, assuming that round two is also in the same site, Tennessee's got to play Cincy if both win in Columbus to get to. And Cincinnati can bang with Tennessee physically. Yes, they I mean, can. You know, they have guys that can match up with Grant Williams. 
and and uh, Admiral Schofield and guys yeah. like that. Jaron Cumberland, Admiral Schofield would be a very good That'd battle. That'd be an awesome league. matchup. Yeah, what a what a good bracket. That, they did good matchups yeah. in that bracket. Yeah. And now they're showing teams. They got Utah State. I believe that's Wofford. Wofford, the Terriers. The Terriers. Now I see the dog now. Yep. The Zags, my Zags. You know, Murray State's in this, and they got Ja Morant. He's yes. probably going to be the third pick in the draft. Yes. They will put somebody on upset alert. No that, question about it. They'll probably be a seven eight. Yeah, Buzz Williams, Virginia Tech's got they got a bid. You know, uh, Yale got in from the uh, the Ivy. They won it this year. Uh, North Carolina's a one seed in their bracket, so yeah. they got three ACC teams as one seeds. We yeah. talked about this, Brian. You remember we it, could it happen? And it kind of I guess the it, stars just align. Yeah, the ACC in basketball is the SEC of football this year. Absolutely, like they're just yeah. so good. And you know, being a Notre Dame guy, I got to unfortunately watch a lot of that and see how that unfolded this year. But uh, yeah, North Carolina, Virginia, Duke. Uh, if they're not in the Final Four, it's just, well, it'd be part of the March Madness magic if they're not. Absolutely. Of, of those three teams, which team do you think is most vulnerable? You know what I mean? Just, ba- I mean, I know we're all going to say Virginia, ha ha ha, but like, I mean, Duke is a is, is, is an injury to Barrett or Zion away yep. from from being just a little bit above average. Was, and I think Duke Duke is obviously the most the one that's most reliant yep. on two stars. Duke has the highest ceiling, but I think Carolina has the lowest floor or the highest floor. Yes, no, I, I, mean, I, 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 I think Carolina could get to the Final Four not playing their. You know what you know what I mean? Like Kobe White could be that guy that carries yeah. them yeah, in their yeah. third fourth week. And yeah. two, it's just the storyline of it all. Everybody knows like this time of year things go crazy. If there's ever a year for somebody to get set up to get upset, it's Duke. Right. You know, now it won't happen in the first round. But, you know, I think I think it's one of those like everybody's like, oh, it's Duke, it's Duke, it's Duke. They might get to the second, third round. They're in trouble in that second round, right? That's what it is. So <laughs> Duke's in trouble in the second <laughs> but, uh, round. I, I think I think if anybody's set up for that epic fail, it is Duke. Uh, yeah, because if they do fail, it is epic. You know what I mean, like, oh, I mean, it's it will be an absolute collapse. Like, we've, like we've seen it before. Nobody really thought about like Virginia getting upset last year. Like, so let's talk about this real quick while we're at commercial. And I don't know how quickly they'll go back, but most memorable upset in the tournament. I've got two. Uh, the George Mason beating UConn was a big one. Yeah, that was yeah. so. That was good. I just. I mean, they had Rudy Gay, or maybe Charlie Villanueva. Dude, they they had were pros. loaded, and and then uh, Larinaga just coached circles around those guys that day. That was a big one, and uh, man, I'll say it wasn't an upset, but the thing that just really upset my heart was that uh, Kansas coming back. And beating Memphis in 08. Oh, dude. I, yeah. I, every time I see you during basketball season before we're together twice a week, I always think about Mario yeah, Chalmers I, I, and why didn't you foul him? I mean, it became a really big upset in the last two minutes. It I really mean, did. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't the biggest upset in tournament history, both one seeds, but right. it really upset But if me. you compare the two teams, it wasn't even close. D-Rose, CDR, Joey, yeah. I mean, yeah. there were three pros, four pros on that. Team. I really feel like I took 10 years off my liver. <laughs> Shout out to Boondocks. I I was working for Franklin Collection then, making people pay their bills, and it's <laughs> I know they're probably listening. It was I was not good at that job, but um, I, I lied to them. <laughs> My shift didn't until nine. I said, "Hey guys, I got some really big things going on tonight. About seven thirty, I got to leave, and they weren't going to let me leave, so I just left. <laughs> didn't come back. This is before watch ESPN yeah, and like yes, mobile yes, apps. Yes. I had to watch uh, it from. Like kids the, don't understand that today. They're like. Well, you just keep up with it on your phone. No, you had like no, you had to clear your calendar. It was understood. <laughs> it was the first night they had open mic and poetry night at Boondocks Grill in downtown Tupelo, and we had about forty folks around the corner, wa- around the side of the bar, watching the game, yelling, and it made for an interesting night. I'll just say that <laughs> <laughs> we didn't care. It turned into slam poetry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I, it was it was pretty fun. But that was that was my big upset. What about you, Adam? What did, what is uh, your big upset? Nova over Georgetown in '85. That was a big. That one, was yeah. uh, Patrick. I think Patrick Ewing and that back in then. So uh, I, I deep down, I'm a Nova guy. Uh, Villanova, I don't know why. It's just something about it. But if I ever, like, put money on them to win in the tournament, they're going to lose in the first round. Yeah. Well, you know, that same Nova team, before they beat Pat Ewing and them in the finals, they beat Keith Lee in the Memphis team that yeah. was so awesome with uh, uh, Dana Kirk as the coach. So, yep. I mean, he, they beat the premier big man in Keith Lee, and then they beat Pat Ewing. I mean, it, it picked me. Yeah. did his thing. So. I've got two. One you're going to hate. Bryce Drew. I mean, I, I'll never forget it. I was at my good buddy Chris Weigel's birthday party uh, at his house. And watched it live with 30 Ole Miss friends. Of course, I'm a Mississippi State guy, but I was like, oh, man, I actually feel bad. Yeah. I feel really bad. I think they call that Thir- three-quarters court. They call that three-quarters court play. They call it pacer. I'll never forget that. It's called pacer. Wow. Yeah. And then the other was uh, – oh, I've done – oh, uh, no, a lot of people forget about this. You won't because you're a back-cut aficionado. Oh, Princeton-UCLA? Princeton-UCLA. Yes, the yes. team that Mississippi State beat the next round because they would have had to play the O'Bannon brothers in yeah. 1996. Yes. Oh, that's yep. Ed and Charles, that's yeah, a good one. That would be my second one. Yeah. yeah. So, we're in the Midwest region now. and um, Carolina's the one, too. Carolina's the one. They're playing Iona. The Gales of Iona. <laughs> Coming in with an impressive 17-15 record. They won their tournament, clearly. Yeah. And, then, of course, <laughs> uh, the, the Utah State-Washington 8-9 matchup. Winner plays North Carolina. I've heard there's not many – Atmospheres for college basketball more intense than Utah State. It's so weird you say that. I can speak to this. You've been there for a game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Little do you know that. No. Uh, I watched them in Grand Canyon oh. in like December. Is that Dan Marley? Is he, yes. co- he coaching yes. Grand Canyon? Yes. Thunder Dan. But dude, nobody gets as hyped up for basketball than those two schools. No. Nice. Right. SEC champion Auburn. There are five. Yes. They waxed Tennessee earlier. Oh, my gosh. Auburn Auburn looked like the preseason top ten team that we thought they were going to be. Yeah, I touted their I touted their laurels all year on the radio show, and every time we, I would say they would win, they would lose. Yeah. <laughs> and then now here they are. And, uh, yeah, I, I would just say Bruce Pearl made Rick Barnes look like John Grisham today. He did. And <laughs> an interesting matchup, 30-win New Mexico State in the 5-12 game. Yeah. And then, be tough. And all right, here we go. City. Kansas is a four, and I'm going to go ahead and say this: this is the uh, the, the upset. Okay, Kansas. Whoever's is, playing Kansas. Whoever's playing Kansas in the first round is going to upset them. There, sports karma comes around. They're underachieving. They steal all the players from Memphis. Legero Vic, the two Lawson brothers. That's a good point. I'm just I'm, I'm I will always root against them. Northeastern, let's go. The Huskies. Is that what they are? The Salukis? It doesn't matter. I'm rooting. The confidence in that kind of dipped all the <laughs> Well, I remember Jim Calhoun used to coach there. And Reggie, That's right. Reggie yes. Lewis played there in the 80s. But to keep going with the theme, they're not walking through that door. <laughs> Jim but, Calhoun uh, but is I'm, not but walking I'm, Now that Memphis is not in the tournament, I'm really rooting for Northeastern. So. And yeah. then on the other side, you start out, you got Iowa State. You know, uh, we were talking about upsets. Do y'all remember Marcus Pfizer? Oh, yeah. When they were the two and got beat by the 15. Was it Bethune-Cookman maybe or something so. like something that? Something crazy like that. And they're playing Ohio State, who I know absolutely nothing about this year. <laughs> Has anybody kept up with Ohio State basketball since Greg Oden and Mike Conley? No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know maybe, one, maybe, one player. Thad Mata's not their coach. That's yeah. all I know. Mata's not walking through the yeah. door. <laughs> so, i tell you a funny story about Ohio State. When Memphis, the year before Memphis went to the championship, they got to the Elite Eight. To go to the Final Four, and they were playing Ohio State. Ohio State had Mike Conley and Greg Oden, and they asked Joey Dorsey, the Memphis center at the time, they said, how do you feel about matching up against Greg Oden? And he, thinking he was the better player, he said, well, I feel like it's a David and Goliath type matchup, and I'm Goliath. 
And one of the reporters, <laughs> and one of the reporters said, "Hey, you do realize that David won that fight, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Just a history lesson yeah, there. I mean, you're Goliath, but David won. So, which he was wrong on both accounts. But anyway, we got Houston, Georgia State. That's a three fourteen. Ah. Houston is my dark horse Final Four pick. Okay. Um, they're really good. I've watched him play yeah. several times this year. Kelvin Sampson is one of the top ten coaches in the country. Whether good he's, to see him resurface. Whether he's too. making illegal phone calls or not, he's really good at coaching. Yeah. And they have some guys that can shoot it. Armani Brooks. He can fill it up. He's a world-class shooter. Uh, that'll be a good squad. They got about four or five guys they rotate into the post. So that'll be a tough matchup for anybody. Interesting, this team here uh, that making it in, Wofford, kind of went wire to wire in their conference. It's one of the mid-majors. I can't think of it. But they gave Mississippi State all they wanted in Starkville in late November. I think it was a five-point ball game. And I, 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 I would actually like to say that Wofford may have a chance – I don't know who the two is yet, but and then does Seton Hall just make the tournament every year as they're a ten in by seed? They're, they're just in Seton by Hall by makes a tournament as a ten seed every year. And I haven't kept up with them since PJ Carlissimo was their coach. <laughs> if I can be real here, <laughs> Bobby Gonzalez was their coach a few years ago, and he was a real a real rough dude. But other than that, I really don't know what they have. I don't going know on. one. Oh, never mind oh. about Wofford. <laughs> I don't and, know. I don't. I don't. I don't dislike that matchup though. Yeah, uh, Kentucky is. They're the two. Kentucky. I mean, one of the most inconsistent. The Tennessee game, you know, they had they That's basically true. Tennessee beat them as a team. Kentucky tried to go one on one, you know, just create those individual player type things. I don't know if Walford can get through that. If if of course I don't know anything about them. You guys know a little bit more about that. Nope, I'm taking Abilene Christian all day. <laughs> well, Kentucky's playing Abilene Christian in the two fifteen game, and uh, yeah, they could just save that money and. Just go ahead and move Kentucky on to the next round. If I you're think. familiar, you're not familiar with Abilene Christian. It's who beat. Um, um, Coach Gary Gaines in Friday Night Lights. I was going. They're to, now at college. I thought they beat the Texas State fighting armadillos and <laughs> necessary roughness. I wasn't sure about Abilene Christian. But this is a blue blood bracket, man. You got yeah. UNC, you got Kansas, you got Kentucky. I mean, it makes it for some interesting matchups. It really there's, does. there's all Americans in the game. Kobe White in North Carolina, Dedrick Lawson at Kansas, PJ Washington. PJ Washington. Kentucky's got five pros. You know, um, I like. I do like Kentucky. Uh, in this region, but with that being said, the two-three matchup—if it makes it there Ooh, between dude. Houston and Kentucky—will be a sneaky good game because, like I said, Kelvin Sampson is one of the better game planners in the country. They got guards that can shoot it, senior guards, upperclassmen. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. got big post players. Now they—they got really big guys in the paint uh, that can bang with PJ Washington. So that could be an interesting route for Kentucky. Not easy by any means, but they have the best players. And probably the most seasoned coach that I would root for, not named Roy Williams in that well, company. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you sold me on bottom as my dark horse in. I, I'm in on them because oh. I didn't know anything about them. On oh, Houston? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Just yeah. because good. I'm like an old-school basketball fan, like I love like matchups, like when they're premier – I want to see Kentucky UNC. So bad, right? Oh, I mean, I just I want to see that. It'll be a good one. There'll be seventeen thousand people there. It'll be a sea of shades of blue. Well, and the funny thing they always say about Kentucky and North Carolina is they all have the white hairs. Like, that, yeah, both, <laughs> both both are like wine and cheese kind of crowds. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they yeah. still spend money and they pack it out. So, oh yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, you know, guys, we had all four of them kind of uh, announced to us. Yeah. So McKinley, um, give me your final four. Oh boy. Told you this earlier about a month ago. I'm rolling with the Zags out of the next regional. Of course, we'll, we'll unveil the bracket when they do it, but I, we know that they're probably going to be the one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I hate to go chalk. I don't want to go chalk. I'm going Zags. Oh, man, y'all are going to make fun of me. I know y'all are going to make fun of me. 
I'm going Michigan State over Duke in the Elite Eight in the South. Okay. Okay. I just I, I you kind of you kind of talked me into that, Gore, with the Dukes yep. ripe for a, yep. and it won't be an upset because it's Izzo in March. I've had every bracket I've filled out for the past ten years. I've got Michigan State in the Final Four. <laughs> Yep. So I'm not changing it this year. I'm going Michigan State over Duke. So I go Gonzaga, Duke. Um, Virginia's not getting out of that. I just I'm, so you got Michigan State over Duke. Is that what you said? Yes, I got Michigan mm-hmm. State over Duke in the South. I've okay. got Gonzaga coming through the, I guess East or West. They'll be in the West. Yeah. Uh, and I've got, man, I've got North Carolina coming out of the other side. And then I've got, I want to say it's going to be a two, two ones. And then I'm trying to remember back who were the other ones. Who I've got Purdue. Purdue. Was that was that Purdue was the matchup in Virginia? Yeah. Yep. I've got Purdue coming out of that. Okay. I like that. I don't know why. Like Robbie that. Donahoe, shout out. Yeah. 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 That's that's what it is. Yeah. Who was the two in the Purdue one? That's I mean, what I was who, thinking. Who of. was the two in the Virginia? Oh, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. Okay, so that, that's what I got. I've got uh I've got Duke, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Kentucky and Tennessee I think be meeting on the same side of the final. Oh my floor. gosh. And uh I like the Zags. I do. Thanks, Brian. I do. I do. I like those eggs. I think they've got good guard play. They, you know, they say when you win so many games in a row that it's good to lose one before the tournament. Yeah, I think you know so. what I mean. And I think the Zags kind of they got their one out and of the way. And historically, teams that win their conference championship do not well. That when their teams that win their conference tournament do not do well in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Historically, yeah. now my dark horse. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, my dark horse is Houston. Yeah, a Final Four. I know there are three, but they're kind of off the radar as a program in the area. And um, if I had to pick a, a higher seed that could make a run, um, I mean, I don't know if you'd classify a high seed as like – Let's say six or higher. Is that okay. fair? Yeah. Rebels. Oh, Brian. You did. I, <laughs> here's the thing. I hate I hate to agree with you, but I do, man. Like, they, they've got a favorable side. Mm-hmm. I they, do. I, I like that. If they can get past Oklahoma and Virginia gets there – Look, every time I pick Virginia to do anything in the tournament, they they matter of fact, I had them playing in the title game last year. I, I hadn't picked them to do well since Ralph Sampson was there. I think I think I, uh, I think I did pick them making the title game last year. You saw what they did. So did. whoever I pick, you just go ahead and don't pick oh, them. Yeah. I don't even do a bracket because it's always like, you're going to be in ours this year. Okay, we're yeah. going to have yes, we're gonna, we're gonna we got the what's bracket. happening bracket challenge uh, that we're going to talk if, about if later. Any so. money, I'll just if involved. I, I'm just donating it to the pot. So winner winner probably gets a home cooked meal by Gloria. Done for starts. <laughs> nice. So who are your picks, Adam? Oh man, as much as I hate to say it, I am gonna go with Duke, and then give me uh, give me Gonzaga. Okay, three for three in this home, and we're just gonna have to look through. You know what? I'm gonna go with Purdue as well. Nice man, yeah, so man. Robbie, Robbie Donahoe sends y'all some some, no, some no. managerial I fees. Know. I know the agony that Robbie's been through yeah, with yeah. Purdue sports. I'm like, you know what? I, I want to see. I, I want to see them do good. Well, that and two. I know if I pick Purdue, they'll win. They'll lose their first game. So uh, <laughs> shout out Robbie Donahoe. Well, you're not picking Michigan. And uh, oh no, no, I would uh, never, never them or USC. John Beeline is a heck of a coach, though. Very, very he, good. He coach. is a good coach. Yeah. I hate that he's part of the Michigan brand because anywhere else, I would, I would root for him hard. You know what? I'm yeah. sold on Houston as well. You're sold on Houston. Okay, I'm that's that's a good one. It. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I mean, you look at it: Kentucky, North Carolina. That's what everybody's going to think is going to come out of there. Houston's prime for the picking in that. Oh, man. I hate this. So, the West region's being revealed now. Obviously, the Zags are the one seed. Uh, they're going to play the winner of Fairleigh Dickinson and A&M. Prairie View A&M. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not Texas A&M at 14 and 18. Uh, the 
Syracuse and Baylor. I hate that for Gonzaga and the hashtag games. I couldn't care less about. By the way, oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah. The, no, that will be the least watched game in the tournament. I hope Syracuse. I hope and that's Baylor. going on while I'm at work because I don't have to <laughs> waste my too. time watching. Eleven a.m. tip. But I'll say this: Syracuse causes people fits in the tournament because you don't have weeks to prepare for the right. zone. You know what I mean? Like you literally, if you, yeah. you you have to scout two games ahead, and you just can't put enough time into what they do. I like 12, Murray State oh, that upset. Oh, man. Can you repeat that for us, Adam? I like Murray State in that upset in that 12 over 5 spot. Over Marquette? Yes. I like that, too. You need me to tell you why? Ja Morant. Yeah. Uh, inter- very, very interesting. Two National Player of the Year candidates, Marquette's Marcus Howard, mm-hmm. Murray State's Ja Morant, that's going to be an absolute showdown and in that game. I'm also rooting for Murray State because one of the guys, yeah. when they just got announced that they were going to be the, the 12, had a wrestling championship belt over his shoulder. spinner belt. Too. It was the old school yes. spinner belt? Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all in on Murray. Murray, Murray wins it all this year. <laughs> all right, I want to speak to this. The four seed in the West Region, Florida State. Florida State's very near and dear to my heart. Assistant Associate Head Coach, longtime assistant Stan Jones. Uh, yeah. From Mississippi. Uh, from Memphis, actually, but he, he coached at Jackson Academy. Uh, my father was his assistant coach years ago at First Christian Assembly Academy in Memphis. Nice. They, uh, nice. they, uh, they used to battle in the small MPSA group up there, and they used to yep. play like Mount Pleasant before Mount Pleasant Academy Ooh. shut down, stuff like that. Fayette Academy. So uh, Stan, he, he was literally a small-time Mississippi private school basketball coach, worked his way up, went to uh, Miami, then coached um, with Leonard Hamilton, went to coach for the Wizards. When uh, Jordan was first there, when Hamilton was Leonard Hamilton sure. was there, and now he's uh, at Florida State, and they're they're a really good program, and I expect him to do big things in this tournament. That's all you know. And Leonard, Leonard Hamilton's been around for a long time. He's seventy two, and he looks forty two. And he he kind of waded through the glory years of Florida State football and still stuck around, and he's still doing it yeah. well. He's so. been he's been doing it a long time. He was at Oklahoma State years ago, and then he was at Miami and put their program on the map, and uh, now he's doing a heck of a job at Florida State. No they kidding. always beat somebody big every year, and they have pros. And this year, they can make a run. They have big guys. Just beat Virginia this yeah. week. Yeah. So they, they can do it. Uh, interesting note, they're playing Vermont. Is it? I don't know. Catamounts. The Catamounts. Catamounts. The Catamounts. Yeah. We, were, uh, we went to baseball uh, Saturday, and we got there way early, so we went to Chili's and Eat. So we watched them play uh, play on, the, uh, on one of the televisions. Oh, Vermont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not – yeah, it's, it's over with. Taylor Coppenrath is not walking through yeah. that door. Tom Brennan. Was was a heck of a guy. Now I'll say this: the number three seed in that in that region is Texas uh, Texas Tech. Chris Beard might be one of the top five coaches Dude, in the country. Dude, yeah. and they've got a pro, Jared Culver. Yeah, six six wing. He can really get in the paint. Uh, interesting matchup at the top: Buffalo at thirty one and three, getting a six seed. And it just popped up Nevada. These are this this bracket has actually got a ton of teams throughout the year. Nevada that a, were ranked in the top ten. Yeah, Nevada as a seven is surprising to show how far they've fallen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they were a top and they're 10 still twenty nine and four. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and they play Mike White in Florida. Hey, yeah. Florida had a great showing this week in the SEC tournament, and then the two seed popping up here is obviously Ooh. the Michigan Wolverines. Look for Keevon Allen to have a big game for Florida. I agree. He Jordan, could be the star of that bracket. He could be Jordan Poole, big player for Michigan. Yes. Uh, he's the guy who hit the big bucket last year, I think, in the tournament, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Probably yeah. got paid to play there. Anyway. And they're playing Probably. Montana. Yeah, the Grizz. Go I kind of root. I kind of root for the Grizz yeah. of Montana here. Let's go Grizz. I think of uh, where the red fern grows. Oh, I thought we were talking. <laughs> or excuse me, a river runs through. <laughs> a river runs through. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red fern. <laughs> but interesting bracket there, man. Not a real blue blood bracket, you know. It's just kind of the. It's like, they, it's like the New Orleans of brackets. They just took yeah. everything that they didn't know where to put, and they stuck yeah. them in the West region. And I love New Orleans, so expect this to be the best <laughs> the best. This will be the best, the be the best bracket. Be the best yeah, we're going to call this the uh, the hurricane and bead bracket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, uh, you know, uh, it's playing in Salt – they're playing this you know part of this bracket in Salt Lake City. 
uh, the, the top half, the bottom half, you know, kind of pod-based, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. Um, can we also say that it's also the boring bracket? This is very, very boring. Because yeah. I would not want to no go flash. to Tulsa, yeah. Des Moines, or Salt Lake City. <laughs> and I don't know that you could really name more than about seven or eight players. All I know bracket. is Bobby Hurley coaches Arizona State and Chris Mullen coaches St. John. I would rather see those two play horse than to watch the game they're coaching. I agree. <laughs> it's such yes. a good take yes. on that. So now they're saying the, this is the last four in. Belmont, Temple, I gotta say something about Belmont. Please say it, man. <laughs> go rest high. Go rest high. Vince Gill, Let's super go, fan Vince. of the Belmont Brewer. <laughs> They're always my dark horse, but any time <laughs> he'll be there, guaranteed. He will be there. I'm gonna tell you right now. Does he sing the national anthem? If or he, no. If he doesn't, somebody drop the ball. Somebody really, really messed yeah. up. That's what the NCAA. I know you're listening. Two things you need: you need the court of common sense for your small problems. And you need to find famous fans and alumni from these universities to sing the national anthem to these games. So, so true. I mean, for real. That's just what There's I'm There's no reason there. why they shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of my thinking. So, anyway. Well, guys, they got the bracket reveal. <sighs> I feel bad, for, you know, for uh, for Indiana, Alabama, Greensboro, and TCU. It sucks to suck sometimes. They're but the 69th through 72nd best teams in yeah, America. Yeah, so that means the University of Memphis is 73 and below, <laughs> yeah. which I, I call it. They'll Shenan. be a two seed in the NIT. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I'm excited about the tournament. Um, like you said, it's top-heavy in the brackets. Yes. But that, that western bracket. Yeah, there's going to be some fireworks. There's going to be some fireworks there. Look for the – if Syracuse is able to beat Baylor, look for Gonzaga to have to figure out that zone for a little bit. But with that being said – the teams that have trouble against the zone are the teams that don't have big men. Yep. That's correct. Yep. Gonzaga has a plethora of In those. spades, they yeah. have it. So yes. if they're not knocking down shots, they'll crash the offensive glass, they'll get the ball in the high post, look to the baseline. There's a, I don't think they'll have any trouble. They're just kind of going to get in the flow of the things. It'll That's be a right. slow down game. Um, you want to have a bunch of possessions. That'll be a limited possession game. Gonzaga should be okay there. Sure. Yeah. I, I think so. And like you said, that, that it was a good loss to St. Mary's. I, I don't think – you know, remember, I guess it was three years ago when North Carolina won it all, Gonzaga – Went into the thing undefeated, yeah, yeah, and lost in the title game, yeah, you know, and that, you know, that that's, I mean, you, it's, I mean, you lose your first game in the last game, yeah. so anyway, so the brackets revealed. We're gonna go over it. We're gonna talk to you about our bracket challenge. Yeah, we got that coming up, or whatever, whatever we want to call it, <laughs> uh, and we'll be right back after this quick break. Buddy Adam Gore here. What's up? What's up? And we're all bloated from protein. Man, Mid afternoon so, supper. I got the meat sweats. Yes, <laughs> I've like, been battling staying awake over here. It's yeah. so good. It's t- they got the itis. That itis. I got that itis. Since the first of the year, I'm like all the other uh, sheep, and I made my New Year's resolution to like you know get a little bit better shape, start playing more pickup b-ball. So I've, I've eaten terribly today, <laughs> but I did go work out. Yeah. But I got a question, Mac. I'm sore. Okay, I'm really sore, and I've been watching some international soccer going on. Oh boy, and I'm hurting. Where do I get the magic spray? Yes, I want to know where do I get the magic spray because I've been watching all this soccer. <laughs> what is in the spray, and where can I get some for my bones? Is it deer antler stuff that's illegal? Is it cortisone? What is I met it? the guy that did that deer antler stuff at the Senior Bowl in Mobile 
that dude is off his rocker, man. He's so awesome, though, because, like, uh, he had the little uh, chip thing as yeah. well. And uh, Speck was pushing this huge guy, and I laughed. And this dude, like, gets in my face. He's like, you think it's fake? I'm like, no, sir. Absolutely <laughs> not. Deer antler spray. Yes. Well, before real, what's in it? Dude, I don't know. But, like, apparently it's the miracle. It's more effective than a Benny Hinn. <laughs> Benny in revival, you know like, what I mean, dude, like, <laughs> uh, like, but you see it all the time now. Yes, they go down, yes. and then here comes a little five foot four British trainer yeah. out there, and he's just spraying his little heart out like it's for breeze. And the guy jumps right up, and, and he's it, like, it reminds oh. me of when, like, when speaking of wrestling, when like when the Hulkster would Hulk out. Yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> Get the crowd involved. <laughs> yeah. And another thing I want to speak about, I was I was watching the list that had the, all the international football or soccer teams, you know, on there and their standings. The re- I cannot figure out why the city of Memphis has not adopted Crystal Palace as the team they root for. <laughs> yes. Y'all know where Crystal Palace is on 61. I saw that team name, and I said, there is zero reason why people in Memphis are not wearing Crystal Palace football club shirts. Could you imagine if you dumped, like, 150 Premier League Crystal Palace fans in the city of Memphis, and they saw that, and they were like, oh, Cheers, mate. Hey, they must be they must be playing footy on. <laughs> You're like, Wait a minute, buddy. Yeah, there's something going on there, but it ain't football. <laughs> the reaction from the two different crowds inside that, that building. Would be magical. <laughs> oh, this is that bar, the, the the Crystal Palace bar, where they go watch all the soccer games. What's going on? No, yes. no, no. Oh man, man. But there's a lot of things going on. You know, the, Mike Dunleavy and Tulane lost 21 in a row this year. Uh, Tulane men's basketball. Remember your so, funny story so, about you thinking Memphis got beat by Tulane? I did. I watched that whole basketball game. Brian DVR'd a game and watched the wrong one. I DVR'd the Tulane game and I watched the Tulsa game for months before. I was pissed. <laughs> watched the whole game. Anyway, but oh, Tulane's open. You know what? A name that I, I think is going to end up there. Get your thoughts on it. Andy Kennedy. Not a bad hire. I it think would he would thrive there. Yeah. Two things we would like. He's the, he's the best basketball guy on television right now. Right. Andrew's color no guy, whatever. question. Yeah. Um, I think it's him, Billis, and then everybody else. I didn't know Billis was in the running for jobs. Well, no, I'm talking about ESPN analyst basketball kind of. Oh, was that? Oh, yeah, I got you. But, like, it's like <laughs> those two are one and two, and then somewhere down in, like, 1,242 is Bill Walton. Oh, and there's everybody in between. But I really do think AK would do a fantastic job in New Orleans. He knows the area. Yeah. It's a rebuilding job. Sure. He could put a little excitement there. And he has always done a good job with lists and scrounging the transfer Agreed. market, yep. the junior colleges, getting uh, second-tier guys from New Orleans. Grad Memphis. transfers. Yeah, so yeah I, he'd do good. I, I, as much as I would like to see him stay on television, I would love to have him back in coaching. Yep. Let me say this, too. Texas A&M just came open as well. Yeah, Billy Kennedy. Could possibly be an opportunity for him to get back in the SEC. That'd be uh, I, I saw Mick Cronin's name pop up. I would love that as a Memphis guy for him to leave Cincinnati. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then my worry is Cincinnati hires AK. Oh, man. He was good there. That's a good the, point. I mean, yeah, that's a really good point. Because he's familiar. They know he can do a good job, and they have all sure. the amenities there. He knows the, he knows the landscape. Yeah. So, But I'd we'd be, totally be okay if he just pulls a Seth Greenberg and just stays on stays I'd be on cool with that. I'd be cool with that. I'd also yeah. be really cool if he went to Tulane and said, hey, BB, <laughs> come down to Bourbon with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Snake and Jake's. I'd be totally cool with that. Yes. But anyway, he's an awesome guy. Well, Adam, since uh, since we have you here for this last segment, All the, right. the wrap-up of our, our St. Paddy's Day edition, our, our selection show. I'll just say this. You make me nervous when you reach for your phone because you hit me with some good questions earlier, and he's, like, just creeping over there like well, he's got another secret question. Well, we, we, and as a matter of fact, we do. Oh, God. We have a couple of listener-submitted questions during the break. and these oh. are these are Which un- we're always very appreciative yeah, of. Yeah, thank you guys for. for sending those to us. And these are, these are going to be read to you anonymously so you don't know 
which uh, which of your Canyon <laughs> City oh chums these came oh from. Uh, but the first first one is a, like a legit a legit one that okay. we'd like to throw your way. You're a huge Prince fan. I am. Uh, rest in peace. I'll say this: my favorite Prince song is "Nothing Compares to You," made nice. famous by. It's, it's, it's such it's a my, good song. Such a good song. But I would like to know what is your favorite Prince album? Album? Yeah, not song. What's your favorite Prince album? Oh man, that's a good one. Uh, I have to go with 99. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Purple Rain. Everybody that's so cliche, it. though. That's cliche, though, but the 99 album's all me. What was the one that had uh, Most Beautiful Girl in the World on it? In Sign of Time. But that was such a good song, yes, though. I yes. love the video. Him yes. and Apollonia were that. Was that who yes, was in? Yes, Apollonia, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I referenced that the other day to a kid at the college, and they just looked at me with the most blank stare, and I'm just like, I'm old. People don't get the Kanye reference in his rap song. He said, like, since Prince was on oh, Apollonia. Yes. Yeah, yes. Was, when one. you said it, I thought about it. Like, yeah. when, when he said that, I was like, I don't, I don't care what's rest is said in this song. I'm all in. My dad, he was he always thought of himself ahead of the time. So when my my junior year of basketball was the 1999-2000 season, one of our run-out songs, we ran out to Magic Carpet Ride, and then it segued into Prince's Party like it's 1999. Oh, nice. man. It nice. was really fun. We were getting trounced by everybody, but we were jamming in warm-ups. I really <laughs> wish you would have, yes. like, trans, like segued into Raspberry Beret. That's my favorite. That's a good one. Some of those Prince songs <laughs> are uh, really innuendo filled. Yep. Yeah. Like Little Red Corvette. Yep. Not such a wholesome song. No, correct. Not at all. Uh, you know. And, and the interesting thing about that is, is once he became more uh, advanced in his career, Jehovah Witness, he stopped and performing some of those songs because of that. They're so sexually innuendo yeah. in nature. Yeah. I think he and Stevie Wonder are the two best. Modern musician, singer, like uh, people of our time, like the guys who would play all their instruments, yep. re totally orchestrate a song from bass lines to drum lines to vocals to pitch to harmonies. Like they would do it all. Yeah. Prince is the greatest of all time at that. I, I so firmly good. believe yeah. that. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm not just saying that because yeah. Adam's here, but like well, we've talked about Prince yeah. before, man. And it's, it's funny too. We talk about it, you know, it's basketball fever time, the best sketch ever in the history of sketch comedy. Yes. Chappelle show. Yes. You and your friends. Versus me and the revolution. <laughs> Game. Blouses. Cleanse yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. I've been out to the waters of Lake Minnetonka whenever I went on. Uh, did you cleanse yourself? I did not. I will say this. Those waters smell horrible. Well, then just yeah. be, it's kind of ironic that you would yeah. cleanse yourself there. Yeah. Don't ever challenge Prince to a game of ball. No. no. You know, the funny thing is you see pictures of him like back in the day with his afro and his uniform. Yes. He oh, could yeah. actually hoop. He was that, like a really good backup guard on a really good team. Yeah, that yeah. was actually my uh, Twitter picture for a while. I think that, That's where I saw it. That was your Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I got another question for you, and this okay. one's going to be a really tough one for you. Okay. Speaking to your Notre Dame fandom and how much you love them and uh -oh. maybe a fear of a few other things of yours. Oh, God. Who is? <laughs> so, um, this ain't good. This is a would you rather question. Okay. okay. Oh, gosh. This ain't good. This is a good one. I have this some of the most irrational fears. Would you rather drive under a bridge oh, with a clown in the back seat oh, God. or light the match that burned down Notre Dame Stadium? Uh, I'm lighting that match all day, <laughs> you, every day. <laughs> All day, every day. No, no clown no, in the back seat. No, no clown in the back seat. No going under a bridge. The only thing that can make that worse if a plane was flying over the bridge. Dropping the pineapples on you. No, I would eat a pine. I would eat twelve pineapples before going. You know, I'm telling y'all, like they're really big fear. Like, so the killer clowns from outer space is not your favorite no, film. No, can I ask you how you got that fear of clowns? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. I don't even know if my mom knows this story. It's so iron. I think she she had to know. So you remember it, the movie. I, that's it? what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay, so spend the night at a friend's house, and we're not supposed to watch it. So we sneak and watch it. 
I come home the next day. My mom has decorated my clowns with room, like my room with clowns. Oh man, bed sheets, pictures, posters. So not like bozo. No, just like just just creepy ass clowns. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. But, We're uh, not bleeping that out. That's okay, a good one. <laughs> but uh, but no, like uh, no, 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 like that. And the only other like I have. Okay, whoever whoever sent that, kudos to that because I have bad irrational fears, and one of the clown is not irrational. Clowns are just freaky. As they well. are creepy. But going under bridges, I'm okay going over bridges or planes flying over me. I freak out. And we went to Calhoun for baseball and softball, and I'm broadcasting a game in Calhoun Community College. It's an aviated school. Mm-hmm. So they've got planes taking off all the time. So I'm on there trying not to cuss on the air because here comes a plane flying over my head again. So it just it creeps me out. It gets, <laughs> it's and, not and, funny, but it's And it's funny. rational because people say it's irrational, but it's rational because these things are built by the lowest bidder. So they're looking True. for ways to cut corners. Not tightening the bolts the whole way. They're yeah. just like, eh. so yeah, no, 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 no. Whoever, whoever sent that, kudos to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm burning. Like, I'm burning. Not only am I burning down Notre Dame Stadium, I'm fighting the fire department for not putting it out. You're burning Notre Dame Stadium, <laughs> and, Notre Dame, and you're headed over to Touchdown Jesus if you have to, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if I have to, whatever it takes. Anything to get that clown yes, out of the yes, back seat. Yes, get that clown out of the back seat. Actually, it, it did a number on me too, but I just, I guess I just got out of it. Oh, well, you know. And, and it, it, here's another story. I remember when the uh, Supercenter opened in Tupelo. Yeah, uh, yeah. They had clowns at the exit. Uh, so I'm trying to walk out. And oh, like, man. Like, I, like, I've got my eyes closed. Well, they, the clown reached out and grabbed me, like grabbed me by the arm. Well, my natural reaction, elbow. Mm-hmm. I hear a squeak, and I feel a crunch. You, oh, no. Oh, no. I elbowed the clown in the nose, broke their nose, and it was a lady clown. Oh, so I'm sitting like I'm sitting like the cops are involved in this. So I'm like, how old were you? Oh, uh, like, like, I'm not embarrassed to say how old I was. I was, I was, I was just of, last week for employment's sake. <laughs> we're yeah, not going to reveal. Yeah, that. yeah, but uh, but uh, but like, so I'm sitting like cops are there, and that person they're, they're like, no, they didn't press charges. Right. They're just like, no, I I thought it would be funny to reach out because I saw him like I was like I, I don't like clowns. So if any of well, either one of y'all show up at dressed as a clown sometime. Just know uh, well, it's, it's over. With. He's the same way with snakes, so it's cool. Yeah, it's, I pick if there's a dead snake on the road, I pick my feet up off the floor oh, when yeah. I drive over it. The three irrational fears in this room are really clowns, snakes, and running a timed mile. That's mine. You're timed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, so I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. If you, if it's you, not my fear, Brian, because I'm not ever going to do it again. Yeah, if, if if I have a, if it's like Brian, you have to run a timed mile to save your life. It's going to be real tough. I'm, I'm tough you'll like, call me. Yeah, I'll call you. I'll be like, hey, hey man, go ahead and get my arrangements. Get Vince Gill. Yeah. Let's have him live. Yeah. <laughs> Lionel Richie, can we cue that up? Easy, like Sunday morning. It's going to be the best funeral yeah. ever. <laughs> Charging admission. Okay, will a clown be involved in this death? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, man, we've talked about we've talked about a few things like that have kind of brought another question to my mind. We've talked about it and some other stuff, and we talked about some b-ball and some wrestling earlier. But off the air, we've kind of mentioned a few things that sparked my interest. Give me a collaboration. That you would like to see, you know, we were talking about music, Adam. You know, right, and I, right. I, we mentioned Prince and some like some other stuff. Like, for instance, I think one of the most beautiful things of all time would be a Prince Vince Gill collaboration. Oh, oh. so yeah, so I'm I mean, in on that. we can't yeah. not we can't do this and not mention the Gill and Phil, Gill and Phil, Gill and Phil yeah. Fridays. Yeah, Vince yes. Gill and Phil Collins World Tour would be the greatest. Could you imagine if they did alternating songs? No, like, I, as a matter of fact, I can't. <laughs> it's too much for me to. It's, 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 it's too much to think about. Yeah. So give me give me a collaboration. This can be like pop culture. It could be like two oh, movies. Wow. Like if yeah. I would like to have let's say um, Teen Wolf. 
Uh-huh. Michael J. Fox and a Batman in the same movie. I mean, I'm just like just ridiculous stuff. You <laughs> yeah, know? like Teen uh, Wolf and Goonies. That'd be fun. Oh wow! That so would yeah, be fun. yeah. So that's like, a good question, man. I don't know. Um, give me or maybe a wrestling t- to two guys you would like to see join as a tag team. Okay. Ooh. Oh, that's good. There. Let's go. Uh, I'm once again. J- Chris Jericho, Hurricane Helms. Okay. That's where I'm going. Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee already joined, so I can't yeah, go with anybody go. else. So you got Hurricane Helms and Chris Jericho. Yeah. Okay. What let about me, you, let Matt? Me, let me think yeah. on a little What, what about you, Matt? All right. So I thought about the music side of it. One, and I'll tell you one that I do not like, is the rap and country, and it's kind of dated. So Tim McGraw Nelly is not on there for you? No, it's not. And it, I, This is crazy, and I know it's on a, like a Chevy commercial now. And I forget what it is, but it's like the guy's like, I'm a little bit country. And then the next one's like, I'm a little bit rock and roll. And I think back, and I'll tell you this, this is one song that I always think about when I think about this, is Kid Rock and Willie Nelson (laughs) singing Lukenbach, Texas. And it's, I don't know why, but like, I'd like to see that. You'd like to see that? Huh? You would like to see that? Well, there was a time, and of course I wasn't alive for it. Like, you know, like. During the Skinner days, when, yeah, like you yeah, didn't really know yeah. if you were listening to country or rock, yeah. And they did a lot of stuff with the Almond Brothers. Like I saw both. I saw Leonard Skinner and Almond Brothers live at Mud Island, and like I was like seventeen years old. Mm. So incredible! But it was like it was just kind of a that kind of thing. Speak, yeah. Speaking of the music collaborations, I would love to see a collaboration between Jack Black and Kelly Clarkson singing "Meet Those Paradise" by the Dashboard Light. I don't know why, but I've always thought that that you would be. You thought on that. You think about that. Would that. Fan- <laughs> I mean, it yeah. would be fantastic. That would. But, I mean, that's that's always one I thought, man, those two would do. They would rock it out together. Anything with yeah. Jack Black would be oh, cool. Man. Maybe, you know, it would be funny too. A Jack Black and Jack White collaboration. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can't, man, I'm thinking some others. Like, I, I'll make fun of this one, especially since my mom's gone. They do this on television a lot. Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's a series. It's Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire. Everything's going down in Chicago. And and they come on like one after the other. And when they actually do a collaboration episode, it's like three hours long because they'll have like somebody's house burned and it was arson, so the law's called, and then they take them to the ER. (laughs) Like it's the worst. (laughs) For those of you that are fans of the show, I'm sorry, but like my mom will start talking about it. I'm like, no. See, I'm right there with you because like especially back in the 80s, of course I'm a big full house guy, but like they had Urkel. On Full House. I'm like, right. really? Just get that off there. Yeah, well, well, he was getting his own right. Well, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. go ahead and tell you something that I think would be fantastic. And, and I think a lot of our listeners will be in the same room. A modern family married with children episode. Dude. Like if Ed Helms met Al Bundy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because Ed Helms, no, I keep talking about Ed, Ed O'Neill, excuse me. Ed O'Neill, yes. when, uh, in his modern family character, he's like more of a um, city-looking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. His glasses, nice shirt. Smoking married, hot married, wife. Yeah, wife. Yeah. But, you know, Al Bundy's more beat up. Like, you could literally, he could be both characters in the same yes. show with, with modern technology. And that was a, that's a good Katie one. Katie Seagal, Applegate. tweet that at somebody. Can make that At happen. ABC. Yes. I think, I think a modern that. family. And for what it's worth, like, Modern Family is a funny show, oh, it like, in its own show. right. It's you know, it's show. so good. Lily, if I ever have a child, if it's not like Lily off the Oh, the show, sarcasm she yeah, brings like, to, yeah, it's like, so good. Like, like, I will be mad if that's not my child. <laughs> that's good stuff. I'll be mad if Gloria is not my wife on, <laughs> on Modern Family. Uh, Sports collab I'd like to see, Vince Scully, Mike Tirico. That's good. Oh, man. A Notre Dame football game. Yes. That would be awesome. Yes. Just let Vince Scully get up here and talk. He can read me the phone book. It's great. He's, he's, the, he's the goat, I yes. think. Yeah, no yes. doubt. And there was – who was it the uh, – I was thinking about – you were talking about that. I was thinking about Derek Jeter. Who was the guy that did the Yankees uh, 
but he always, you know, everybody number two, else. Jeter. Yeah, he he <laughs> is it. Derek Jeter. Jeter. Number Jeter. two. Jeter. Number two. <laughs> but I thought about that. Like, I'd love to hear somebody like that call a game. Like, I, I tell you, if, if we could just – just to change the question a little bit, I would love just one time to hear Jack Crystal call Monday Night Football. Oh, man. Oh, game on. I mean, it would be so boring if you weren't a Mississippi yeah. – if you've never heard Jack Crystal. Yes. But I can just hear him right now at Montana back to snap. He's going to find Rice over the middle. He's going to, you know, like. Yes. Oh, I would love to hear him call a, a Cowboys game with that. Oh, yes. dude, man, that's yes. incredible. Or, or or the one with that other Mississippi State quarterback that was so good. Exactly, silence. Uh, I, knew, oh, I, I knew you were going halfway through the joke. <laughs> had to, I had yes, to. Sorry, yes, Matt. That's all right, man. That was I'm ready for another roast whenever you get a chance. Yeah, <laughs> you just, you, you, it's coming. <laughs> I mean, never mind. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> you got two. <laughs> you got Archie and Eli, so I don't really want to hear it. That's it. <laughs> you got two I, more than I was, one. I, was, I thought Jevin Sneed was a can't miss. Well, I mean, my bad. <laughs> Man, this Bo Wallace guy is the next Eli. You know? <laughs> I'll be glad when Eli's gone so this Spurlock guy can get some bricks. Let him go. <laughs> I was that guy. I'm not going to lie. I was that guy. Oh, but, man. But that's kind of what I was thinking. But I'll, t- I'll tell you one more collab that I had an idea for. And I always thought this would be tremendous because of the two realms that were funny and kind of dark. Ghostbusters trying to catch Beetlejuice. That'd be good. That'd be I've good. always thought that good. that would be fun because that would be so would have thought Somebody would have thought about this. Yeah. You know, like, like yeah. let's do this. Let's let's mix it up. You know yeah. what it is? Somebody has thought about that, but there's that one person that has all the money, all the powers. like, nah, nobody would like that. Ivan Reitman, if you're listening, <laughs> let, it, <laughs> let it happen. <laughs> Bill Murray, sign on. But that's always – I've always thought, man – because Beetlejuice was such a good a good film, but it was oh, so dark. Yeah. But ahead yeah. of its time, because Tim was that a Tim Burton film? Did he do that? Might have been. I, I don't know so. if he did, but if he he it, did it, stuff like that, it was along that vein. You know what yeah, I mean? Kind of like him. Exact same thing for sure. You no, know, I just realized that it's funny that we got Adam Gore on today as our as our honored guest, and yesterday was March sixteenth, three sixteen. Yes. It was Stone Cold Day. Turn out, turn out, turn out. When that glass shatters, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, man, I'm telling you, like nothing gets people pumped up like that for sure. We, dude, we were talking about this. Brian and I brought up wrestling because it came to the bank course. Uh-huh. Did you go? Oh yeah, I was. Uh, I figured I was you re-side. did. Uh, best part of the show: Braun Strowman gets thrown into the uh, the the security railing in front of us, and so like I, I lean over, I'm like, "Get your big ass up!" <laughs> and go to put my hand down there to help him up. He's like. Move, he's supposed to hit me again. So I just pull my Oh, back. okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get hit. Thanks how, for the tip, Braun. <laughs> there was, I was telling Brian, we had an episode a while back, and it was, when I was a kid, we used to order the pay-per-views yes, and get yes. the mattresses out and order pizza. and like, yes. you, That's one thing I miss, and I want you to be able to, like, I don't know if they still do this, but used to. Every Sunday or like once a month, there would be there was SummerSlam, there was yep. WrestleMania, there was Bash at the oh, Beach, they, I uncensored. They, I think they got like fourteen or fifteen now. Oh, Actually, I can imagine a lot it's, more than they yeah. Say, this is a WWE Network for ten bucks a month now. I'm ripping it off from my friend, by the way. Yes, <laughs> I got his login. <laughs> Shout out to Mark. He's he does listen. The Thanks, Mark. True, the true I want MVP that login too, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yes. Mark's my guy. He was in a Super Smash Brothers tournament this up this weekend in Iuka. Oh. So yeah, Mark's Mark's cool dude. We, we work we work together. He's awesome. So and he okay. gave me his WWE login. Yeah, so that's, that's true friendship. He's right he's there. a real friend, absolutely. I, speaking of logins, man, and this is a little off base. I saw <laughs> this. Of course, I stay on the I stay on the like Instagram and memes and uh-huh. Twitter and stuff. And it's supposedly Netflix is like about to start doing this thing or tinkering with the idea 
of where you can't give somebody else your password, like it's password security, mm-hmm. so you can only watch from one account. And then underneath it, the caption was, well, there goes your business, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no right. kidding, because if you watch Netflix. 15% of the streams will be left. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, right. You're yes. going to plummet. And it's also a way for you to judge the people watching your Netflix account. <laughs> like, oh, hell, so man. What, what you watching Narcos for? No, man. You watch Narcos, Weeds, and The Wire. What, do you, what kind of life you live in? Dude, you know? that happened to me because I'm on my mom. She's got the five-person yeah. plan. Yeah. And, like, it's me, my sister, my nephew. Who Which one of y'all are watching My Little Pony and Care Bears? And if you, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, I gave somebody my Netflix. I was like, dude, why are you watching PJ Masks? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not. Yeah, come into the Bankrupt South Center yes. arena soon. Big, big like, deal. PJ Masks. <laughs> like my my mom's going to kill me, man. Yeah, my sister uses mine as well. So, like, people will come over to the house. We'll get on Netflix. They're like. Dude, do you watch this crap? You watched I'm the like, Notebook sixteen <laughs> times yeah. this month. The, the well, only that, thing worse that than that me, is like, so. I have friends of mine. <laughs> we're really big into our Spotify playlist. You know, like we like that end of the year thing to say Sturgill Simpson, Jason is, but like all the songs. Yeah. And I got friends of mine, and it'll be like uh, Alabama Shakes, Moon Taxi, Run DMC, and then it'll be like the Wizard of Oz soundtrack, and be like, oh man, my daughter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of Netflix. frozen. Yeah. See, see, tough part of that is that would be legit me because. <laughs> That's one thing, like, my escape from sports and work is I, I dig Broadway. I dig oh, well, musicals. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. I, like, What's your I, favorite musical? Uh, Rent. Rent. Uh, you know, either Rent or Chicago. So, Or the new ones that's coming out soon. They're doing a Jagged Little Pill okay. off-Broadway show. Uh, Atlantis Morissette tribute. First CD yes. I ever bought. Yes. Jagged Little so Pill. So it's, it's going to be a musical based on that album. That is cool. So, no kidding. Yeah, I got the inside Matter of fact, that, that was in the time when cassettes were going out. Yes. And my sisters both had the cassettes, and they were in those, like, rebellious teenage years where you get dressed and you cut your radio up to, like, 80. Yes. And I'm hearing it from the other room, and I got my mom to take me to Album Alley, which is, let's talk about some nostalgia oh, wow. there. Yeah. Yes. But, and then I was like, can I buy this? She was like. She saw it. It was like a woman. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, my son's into good music. And <laughs> for, completely ignored the parental advisory. Hey, yeah, Mommy, she wrote a song about Dave Couillet from Full House. Say, it's, a wholesome, it's a wholesome album. <laughs> thanks to Uncle Joey, that's available now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, I got a quick question. What about Dan Becky? Is she going to jail for a while? Is that her name? Dude. Full House? Yeah. Lori Laughlin? I'm, Lori uh, Laughlin guys, I don't want to be that guy, but like that kind of hurt. I love Dan Becky. You know how I got into Wamba? Lead, leadership, leadership scholarship, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, I worked a couple weekends and paid my tuition. I mean, you know, like they paid five hundred thousand yeah. dollars for their kids to get into USC. It doesn't cost a waste of money. It didn't, didn't have to cost that much to go. <laughs> no, I mean, what no. are they doing there? It's literally like fifty grand a semester, like for full th- stuff out there. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, five hundred thousand dollars just to get on the the crew team, as they call it, the rowing team. Uh, yeah. Rowing crew. You know who had never done that? Speaking of. Carl Winslow would have never done that. You're right. Never. True. Carl Winslow, Chicago's <laughs> finest. He would have yes. never done that. He's saying, you going to UIC? <laughs> you going to DePaul? Yes. My paying out-of-state tuition. And if you can't get a scholarship, you're working. We're going to hire you at the precinct. That's what Carl Winslow would say. <laughs> what would Carl Winslow do? <laughs> but no, we need to make that happen. Yes. By the way, the most typecast actor ever. Yes. always a cop. But she, she played a character on Full House that I would have never in a million years would have thought to grown up and been the girl that well, here, got their daughter in the USC. It's like, I love Aunt Becky. Here, here's the nerd thing about me. There is actually an episode where her and Jesse are talking, and they've got the twins, and they're talking about getting into college, and she kind of referenced something along that lines of, uh, well, how are we going to get them in college? You know, oh, we can always pay, you know, something like that. 
So I'll have to go that back episode's got some hits this week. Yeah, I've got to go back and that find on YouTube. that because uh, the meme train is yes. all over that episode. Yes. <laughs> well, bef- before we wrap it up, uh, I want to ask you a few questions, Adam, about what's going on in Fulton okay. and Wamba. Um, tell our listeners some athletic things coming up. What's in season? How, the, how some teams are doing? And maybe some on-campus developments that have nothing to do with sports. Okay, that yeah, they'd like to know call. about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, right now we got baseball, softball, golf, and both uh, tennis in play golf number nine in the country right now baseball number 12 in the country softball number 15 in the country so good things happen athletically uh tennis is tennis don't they have the rankings but it's kind of weird because you play the regular season matches just basically seat yourself for the state and region tournament so uh yeah a lot of stuff's going on if you want to keep up with that uh cheap plug here at let's go icc on pretty much every social media we're all about cheap plugs here we plug vince gill every week literally (laughs) royalty free so you know speaking of that icc thing uh, we talked about some of the best hitters we'd ever seen not long, on, our, on our last uh, roundup episode. Who are some of the best baseball players you've seen while at your time at ICC since we're in season? Okay. All right. Obviously, Tyreek Reed, Delvin Zinn. Yeah. Uh, Two of our guys. Ty- Tyreek yeah. is probably going to get a plug every show. Yes. Yeah. Until he hits in the major leagues. <laughs> and, and Tyreek's a cool guy, too. Like, no, absolutely. Like, I, great, I spoke yeah, to that last yeah, week. Great, man. great guy. And Because, uh, like, he was, he was in a broadcast, and I was just up there running my mouth. He's like, dude, you don't ever shut up. And I'm like, I know. He's like, hey, tell everybody I say what up. And I'll come back out of the break. I'm like, and welcome back. Uh, ICC up two to nothing right now. And Tyreek say, Tyreek Reese says, what up, everybody? And he, <laughs> I, f- I feel like I watched him hit a, a highlight of uh, him hitting a baseball maybe at Meridian. Uh, and you made the call. And yes. you, you said he, something really funny. I mean, like any ball that landed in scuba. <laughs> yes. He, uh, he hit one on the heel at Meridian. But the biggest home run I've ever seen, uh, Tyreek hit one over the lights in Fulton. At uh, Roy Crescent Field, and I, I just want to. And Lee Adams and I talked. He ended about up there this. by Pontotoc Hall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want, I want, I want to get a BB Corbat and just see what Tyreek like. Oh, I'm man. not throwing the ball to him just in case no. he does it. Behind a, not even behind an L screen. No, like no. A, behind a rectangle screen. Yeah. I'm not throwing yeah. the put, ball. Put a, yeah. yeah. I, another one I would put in the mix that is is a name that a lot of people may not remember. Of course, some uh, go back to Pontotoc as well. Uh, Dustin Lund. Oh, Dustin Dude. Lund, yeah. He was that part of that BB Corbat. I see Dustin Lund at uh, Brewer Grocery down there every once in a while, mm. and he still looks like he could just swing the oh, yeah. Speaking of yeah. cheap yeah. plugs, man. Yeah, yeah. Brewer, <laughs> Brewer Grocery. Grocery. Shout out to Shout Fruit. Out. <laughs> yes, but uh, – and I tell you, I tell you probably the best hitter out of everybody that's ever worn an ICC uniform, Rick Collier. Dude. That guy. He's still the best hitter on campus. Yes, he is. <laughs> Literally, every year he's the best hitter on campus. And, and he's one of those where him and Tyreek would have home run hitting contests. And Tyreek will never admit to this. Rick beat him. Well, the thing about Tyreek and Rick, I bet in a home run contest, they probably say this: it's not how far they go; they just got to get over the wall. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's right. They just got to exactly. get over the wall. Yes. Yeah, I think he's a professional hitter. We talked about that. No yep. kidding. I think yep. in the right situation, he definitely. Yeah. If if you're one of those that's trying to learn hitting, or play that's, for a coach that teach it, you got to come to ICC. And for I, it. I've got so many kids that come back and play for me after a year at ICC, and it just speaks volumes to not. I mean, not nothing against their high right, school programs, right. but. How much better and focused and just locked in they are as a hitter. Yeah, and, and to back that up too is you know they don't. Most of the kids are going to play basketball. They're going to play football. They're going to play baseball. But when they come to ICC, nine times out of ten, they're going to be baseball. So they're going to be focused on that. And you got a guy with a passion like Rick, coaching you up, teaching you baseball. Because it's one of those. I promise you, you can call Rick right now. And be like, hey, coach, can we go hit a few? And Rick, man, man, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> you know, Rick's going to be ready to go. He's fired up all the time. I'm going to tell you another thing that's really cool to me about ICC, it seems like all the coaches there 
really love it there. There's not a lot of turnover. There's not in the no. coaching ranks that I see. Like I mean, Marty Cooper coached there forever. Yeah, Kerry right. Ball coached yeah. there forever. And now Nancy Gray and Grant yeah. Pate have been there for yeah. a good yeah. while. And then Rick Collier's been. Gosh, he's been what uh, 19 years now. Uh, he took 18, over 19? after Chuck Box in yeah, 2002. Yeah, like yeah that's 15 years. Close. Yeah. Box was the coach my freshman year, and then yeah. Collier was the coach my sophomore year. And it's yeah, my, just, my, just my first sophomore year. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you redshirted, <laughs> man. I was the king of starting out at full time for a semester and dropping down to nine hours. That was the yeah. worst. Like, <laughs> I'm right there with you. So I don't feel so bad. Thanks, no, Adam. To go, to go to that point, our coaches really work well together. Everybody's bought in because they understand sure. if if football does well, then soccer's going to do well. If soccer does well, basketball, and then it's just that's right. It gets the entire like campus involved, and it's it's a good place to work. You know, I, I'm I'm blessed to work there because you know I talk to other SIDs in the league. They're like, oh, this coach. Da, 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 da. I'm like. I don't got. Those I don't problems. have that problem. Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, because our, our coaches are bought in. They and, and you know, of course, you guys have been mentioning me, but Lee Adams, Rafael Henry, also part of that. Uh, Let's go ICC yeah. team. Uh, you know, they understand that we're there for them. We're there to promote them, and they're they're, they're going to do whatever they can to help us. Now, is Coach Carrie Ball Williamson still the AD over there? She is. Let me tell you something. Fantastic. Ain't job. nobody gonna give her any guff. You know? Nothing. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this, and a lot of people ask me about Carrie Ball. I will fight somebody. Right now, if they tell me they don't like Carrie Ball, no doubt. Good point, man. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't like Carrie Ball, it ain't something wrong with her. Something wrong with yeah, you. That's you just, right. You just don't. You don't have the ability to like anything in life. Yeah. Carrie Ball is great. That's awesome. And she's one of the best basketball girls, basketball players this this area has ever seen. True that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, we got to about wrap it up here in a second. Okay. But uh, while we were over there munching on some steak and some pork loin, we had a little bit of conversation. Shout out to McKinley guys. He's a grill oh, master. It was, it was amazing. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but you are a lover of bad movies. I am. And I've been watching a lot of uh, old, really bad films on television lately. And last night, I got home late. I was hanging out with Mitch McCamey, uh, mm-hmm. owner of KOK and new uh, MGKOK coming up, Neon Pig. And I got home at about 3 o'clock, and The Big Green was on. Classic Steve Gutenberg film. Yes. Uh, the Great Hambino was the goalie. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> as a child, I thought that film was great. It's terrible. It's so bad. But I loved it. <laughs> I did. I really, I really loved Dude, it. I did too. And last night it was, it was fun. You know what yeah. I mean? But it, I realized how bad it was. Um, another film along those lines that I thought was Ladybugs, which is great. Roddy Dangerfield is one of my <laughs> favorites. Terrible film. Terrible yes. premise. But it was really good when I was a kid. Tell me, king of bad films. Tell me, tell me a couple of your favorites. Top two. And we luckily talked about this earlier. Both of them starring Roddy Piper. Oh, my, I know one of them. I, I know. They you. live. Yes. <laughs> they live has the greatest line in cinematic history. Give it to me. I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> okay, shout out to yes. Sean Cannon. They live. I, we, do hype, we do hype videos for the football team, or we did, and Sean comes up to me. He's like, Gore, I need this line from this movie to open up. This. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, what movie are you talking about? He's like, they live. I'm like. Say no more. Say no more. We're good. I got it. Yeah. The other one, Sam Hell Goes to Frogtown. I actually have seen that film. Yes. It <laughs> is watch such no. garbage. I tell you, another film along the lines of wrestlers, No Holds Barred was yes, terrible. it was terrible. But it was so good. because it, it, it spawned was. an entire wrestling uh, storyline with yes. Zeus and stuff. Yes, Zeus. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Debo. <laughs> Debo. Debo. Yes. Uh, the other one would be Rubber. It was the most recent one, I would say. Uh, Is that a Matthew McConaughey film? Uh, it's a film about a telekinesic tire that uh, goes on a killing rampage and uses its telekinesic ability to make people's heads explode. So that movie is a bag of trash. Yes. <laughs> I can already tell. The, the best scene in that movie, though, and, and this is it's just my twisted sense of humor. 
So, like, if this tire is rolling through town, and it comes up to this random gas station where they're burning tires. And so the scene just, like, shows the tires burning, cuts back to the tire. Shows the tires burning, cuts back to the tires. And the screen goes black, and the entire town has been killed by this telekinesis going on a killer <laughs> rampage for them burning tires. You, Brian, you, <laughs> you mentioned Big Green. Of course. And this is this is hilarious because... Those movies were so bad, but they came out when we were kids, yes. so we thought yes. they were so good. Yes. The best thing that you can do with these type of movies is go back and watch them 20 years oh, yeah. after you first watched it. And you felt, like you mentioned Big Green, Steve Gutenberg. Like, I always think about the re- like reality, like how come, like it's funny to me, like Juan, the star player yes. on the Big Green. Mm-hmm. So Steve Gutenberg all of a sudden is just an ace with customs and can get this kid. And the, and the, and, and, and the guy from the Knights probably turned him in over <laughs> Little League Soccer. I mean, come on, man! Like, and you, you, we talked about another one earlier. This is this is my all time favorite, best of the best. Oh my god, Tommy Lee with Tommy Lee and uh, Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts, shoulder. He, he's got a shoulder problem. He plays Alexander Grady, Portland, and, Oregon, and the better of the two Penn brothers, Christopher Penn. <laughs> Like, Travis Brickley. I'm, I'm looking yes, this one up yes, then. I'm yes. finding this one. Oh Wayne, Wayne Newton was in Best of the Best, too. He was. Baracus. <laughs> Guys, so if you're out there and it's you've so got some free time, I'm sure they're on Netflix or yes, Hulu or Amazon. I'll look those up. Best of the Best, Best of the Best, too. Dayhan. Dayhan. God love Dayhan. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something. If you watched this when you were nine years old, you cry at the end. There's a spoiler alert here for those who haven't seen it. Tommy Lee, Dayhan Huggin. Dehan kills Tommy Lee's brother in a karate tournament 20 years prior. Tommy Lee has a chance to kill Dehan in that tournament, and he doesn't. Let me tell you what I've done. And they hug it out. I'd have, kick, I'd have kicked him right in the face. I'd have killed him, and I'd have won the tournament. Like he, Dehan, like if it was like a Mortal Kombat fight, and you've got your energy bar about how much you're about to like die and live. Mortal yes. Kombat had hollered, finish him. I mean, it was literally <laughs> at finish him point, nice. and he nice. just hugged it out. Yeah. I'll tell you, you one more that came to my head while y'all were, while you were talking about those fantastic films was Dolph Lundgren, Masters of the Universe. Oh, my god! They could have yes. done He-Man so much better. It's yes. so much better. You so know, better. But, but instead they went with that. I think, was Leah Thompson in that? Like, there was a famous female actress from the time. It was, she was in Howard the Duck. That's what yes. I'm thinking of, yes. my bad, which is also yes, trash. Which was good. I watched it the other night. It doesn't make sense either. Yeah. But. And I don't know why that we like these movies, but we do. Like, yeah. if it came on right now, I'd watch I'd it. Watch well, it the thing day. is, you could not make movies like that now with the internet. No. Because, no. I mean, no could shot. you? Could, yeah, I mean, they would be like, no, guys, this is ridiculous. Don't go watch this. But Howard the Duck, as bad as it was, I mean, we've all seen it. Yep. You know, I mean, and. Thank you for Sci-Fi Channel though, because you get you get beautiful things like Sharknado. Sharknado we got thirteen coming out this fall of those Sharknados. He's a big Sharknado guy. Uh, I'm telling y'all, like like uh, our Ben uh, Mike Sullivan. Sullivan. He kind of looks like Jerry Lawler, by the way. Sully Sully and I like we were about to throw a block party for Sharknado Four, but unfortunately we couldn't do so. Monroe NX can't hold all that. They they can't. (laughs) But the, the my favorite thing is when we go on soccer trips, Sully makes them watch Sharknado on at least one on uh, on one trip. And the kids are all like, really? And me and Sully's up front like, oh, man, this is great. If this so, doesn't get you jacked to kick yeah, somebody's tail in exactly. a soccer match, you don't – get out of here. Go to Northeast. Get exactly. out of here. Coach, I don't – this is weird. That's <laughs> how so we're going to defend them tonight. We're just going to swarm them like a bunch of sharks. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, man, it's it's been a great show, Adam. Man, thank you for joining oh, us, man. Oh, man, I've had a blast. I can tell you this, just to, just to wrap up and in summation, all the kids that I've coached from Legion Baseball – yeah, the guys that are down 
now there, Kyle Krieger, LB, Ray, Russ, all, all, Austin King, all those guys, and even the girls' soccer players, Maddie and Sarah and Summer and Rebecca, they all speak just glowingly of you, man, well, I, I, and the job you do at that. ICC, man, and we, we can't be more thankful to have you in this area. I appreciate that very much. Uh, a lot of people tell me that I'm, I'm a has-been that never was, and I've just got a hard work ethic that uh, yeah, I enjoy what I do. And I'm going to join you in a booth soon. Come on. You, we're going to do a game together. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to book that trip to South Bend. Yes. Uh, two things I want to do with Adam Gore. I want to go to South Bend, and I want to catch a wrestling show with him. We okay. got to That's do what that. I want to do. And here's, here, here's what we can do. I kind of know the system a little bit. I have some friends up in South Haven that go to a lot of the big events in Memphis. Mm-hmm. We'll go be seat fillers for Raw. Money. Yeah. We'll go. Money. You get there early. Dude. They give you Money. shirts. You, you kind of bounce around the stadium. Whenever people go to the bathroom, you fill their seat. Yeah. Halfway through the show, people leave, and then you go down there permanently. We're going to be seat fillers for a Raw show or a SmackDown show at the Forum. I, I'm down anytime. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. I'll be part of the Yes Movement again one day, I hope. So yes. We'll see. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, it's uh, been a great show. Uh, again, thank you for Adam. Brian, always been a pleasure. Shout out to Gloria. Shout out, Mom. <laughs> They've been at Dairy Cream for like an hour. <laughs> oh, well, maybe they'll bring us back a purple cow milk. They'll be off the chain. Yeah. But uh, also, stay tuned. We're going to put a bracket up, and we're going to link it uh, for March Madness. Yeah, it'll be on our Twitter, uh, our Instagram link. Everything, and we'll have a prize pack. Yeah. Uh, what's happening prize pack? Never. You don't have any idea. We may put some of this meat that we cooked a little while ago in there. <laughs> you have, so. Yeah, you never know. But uh, enjoy that. But look, we'll be back next time with what's happening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>